Hey, what's going on folks? So the Kansas City Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl and that means more Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. How convenient for Taylor Swift's brand, the NFL, and Pfizer, who's made Travis Kelsey their poster boy. A lot of people are saying, conservatives need to just shut up and relax. It's just a pop star. I mean, come on, you guys overthink everything. Interesting. I'm going to talk about whether I think it's a PSYOP or not, and whether I think Republicans, conservatives, and people skeptical of the whole relationship are doing too much. Side note, a report came out today that the Biden administration is looking for an endorsement from Taylor Swift. Let's talk about it. And for the second story, I've covered a lot of how MAGA influencers and Trump supporters will literally suck up and slobber over anybody as long as they flatter Donald Trump, including now, checks notes, Republican Governor Doug Burnham, who has some very interesting Bill Gates connections, has accepted donations from Bill Gates, and for some reason, right-wing journalists don't do journalism anymore, they slobber like Taylor Swift fans over pharmaceutical politicians. Somebody's got to do it. God bless you guys. Dream Rare podcast starts now. It's the Dream Rare podcast. Welcome to the show. The way to get the news at the desk or on the road. Let's go. God is great and success in our control. The world is crazy, but we get better from obstacles. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of Dream Rare Podcast. Give me a thumbs up on my video if you like it. Also, give me a thumbs up in the chat if the audio is good, and then we're going to get it cracking. So first thing we're going to talk about is, is Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey a PSYOP? Obviously, there's been a huge cross promotion between Taylor Swift, the NFL, Travis Kelsey is Mr. Pfizer's, Aaron Rodgers calls him, and they're in the Super Bowl, more airtime, more promotion. A lot of people saying a lot of things, some saying layoff. It's just, you know, conservatives always overthink everything. Some people saying something suspicious. I'll talk about that. And then I want to uh, talk about Doug Burnham and his Bill Gates connections. And also, I just thought of a really funny, and to me, it's funny. To other people, it's like hateful and they hate me for it. But, um, you know, that I feel like Trump fans and Taylor Swift fans are extremely similar. It's like grown men kind of act like Taylor Swift fans over Trump. But we'll 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 ease in on it. I don't want to lose half my audience. But uh, anyway, so I've been talking a lot about chess recently because I always get into random hobbies and I like chess. But people that are good at chess, they're pattern recognizers and they're doing things for a reason. You can't do it randomly. So. You know, if you look at politics, this this relates to the Taylor Swift thing. If you look at politics and you say there's two teams, right? There's team red and there's team blue and they're fighting each other. And I'm going to pick a side and I'm going to win because I'm team blue and team red's bad because Trump's a fascist and team blue is good because Joe Biden's my grandpa. Like you're playing checkers. You're playing like low. There's very intelligent people and perhaps not intelligent people who just have a lot of money who figured out. Well, if I have $50 billion or if I control banking or whatever, it's like I can kind of hedge my bet and get involved in both sides. So whether Tim Scott wins or his opponent, it's like you're still going to get something similar. So, you know, it's the same thing when it comes to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I'm not telling you to hate on it. I'm not telling you to have an opinion about it. I don't really care. But to the people that will say, Oh, you know, people are just overthinking it. It's uh, you know, there's just two young guy guys. Oh, excuse me, typo. You know, one young guy and one, <laughs> and one young woman in love, and it's just normal. And 
you know, it's just, it's just love at first sight. And they're just out having a rendezvous in public. Like, come on guys, stop overthinking it. Like, no, uh, you know, you could Google fake relationships and Hollywood PR team, and you could find Buzzfeed articles that are like 14 times that people admitted to having fake relationships for PR reasons. I lived in Hollywood for like four or five years. I lived in LA for seven, eight years. I'm not saying I know everything. I'm not a whistleblower or anything. And I'm not even saying I was really in the industry. Obviously, you live in LA long enough, you know, people who are film directors, etc. But in general, it's like everybody knows that people do do that for PR reasons. Like they have PR firms that'll be like, listen, you should date that person and cross promote fans. And then, you know, you'll uh, you'll be five times as famous and your album will sell three times as many copies. This is well known. Sometimes they date for real. Sometimes the whole thing is fake. Sometimes they just go on a date and they, uh, you know, invite paparazzi themselves. This is very well known. I'm not saying everybody does it, but it's one of those things where people look at you like you have a thousand eyes and they're like, you think that that's possible? It's like, I know that it's possible. The question is, are they doing it or not? It's the same thing with politics. People will be like, do you think tr you think the Democrats could have purposely arrested Trump to elevate him in the primary? Absolutely. I, I not only think it could happen, I know it could happen and I think it did happen, but I'm not saying it's for sure. What I am saying is if you're not considering that this exists, you're not playing the same game that a lot of people are playing. I know for a fact that dozens of celebrities are set up all the time for PR reasons. And uh, just look at what happened with the Taylor Swift thing. Me personally, I can't prove this. I'm not trying to overlook into it, but I think absolutely this was a business deal and a PR stunt to an extent. All you have to do is look at someone like a Travis Kelsey you know, he's had reality shows where there were 50 women vying for his attention. Like he's wanted to be more famous than just a normal uh, football star for a while. Nothing wrong with that. I don't care. He's probably the best tight end of all time. I think he just passed Jerry Rice in receptions. I mean, the guy is a all-star. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, no question. Probably one of the best players uh, in recent history. I mean, the guy crushes. But, you know, out of nowhere, he dates Taylor Swift. I think it was like, the Pfizer ad came out. I saw it all over Twitter and I, I thought it was Photoshopped. I was like, is this real? Because I always like Travis Kelsey. Why not? He's a great player. What's there not to like? And then he's got this like Pfizer ad two at once. He's promoting people to get two shots at once, the Pfizer shot and the flu shot. You know, he's like, I, I won two Super Bowls. I'm a two, two for one. You can do two, two. And I'm like, wow. And then two days later, the Taylor Swift relationship comes out. So me, my alarm started going off right when I heard this. It's just like all of a sudden he's the poster boy for Pfizer. And then two days later, he's dating the most famous woman in the world. To me, nothing about that seemed organic. I'm not hating. I'm not jealous. It's it's just like that's my pattern recognition analysis being like, this is this is interesting. And then you see the NFL you know, is running Taylor Swift commercials for her tour, right? So either there's two options. Taylor Swift paid the NFL to plant her tour commercials in there like any advertiser would. Or maybe she didn't have to pay if she was smart. If they're going to use her likeness and image all over and she's selling a bunch of uh, Kansas City merch, I would think that K Taylor Swift struck a deal where she didn't have to pay for a commercial. I would if I were Taylor Swift and I, I, I would try to negotiate something if I'm going to be there all the time. It's like, yeah, I don't want to pay a couple million dollars for ads. Why don't you run my ads for free? I'll give you free promotion. We'll cross promote. Girls will buy Taylor, you know, uh, Travis Kelsey merchandise and, and Kansas City merchandise. 
um, guys will talk about me. And it's this like cross pollination of two fan groups that normally don't coexist, but now they're just cross pollinating their fans. This happens all the time in PR. I'm not, can you tell that I'm not hating on it? I don't hate Travis Kelsey. I don't hate Taylor Swift. Every time I say anything analytical, people just jump to like, I'm being so hateful. It, the funniest thing, I, I don't want to go on a tangent, but I, I actually do. So I'm going to, um, Anytime I post something thought provoking about politics that isn't just like MAGA slop, like Trump, 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 or Biden's old, it's like we know. Uh, if I post anything like intelligent or thought provoking, people freak out in my comment section and they default to like fandom, like panic mode where they're like, So who do I vote for? Who do I vote for? And I'm like, I, what do you talk like? Vote for who you want to. I don't know. Trump versus Biden, vote for Trump. I don't like That's fine. I'm not what are you talking about? Like, it's like, if I say that I think that this was like a PR relationship, they're like, oh, so love doesn't matter. Oh, you think love doesn't exist? It's like, that's not what I say. Oh, you, you don't think this could happen? No, that's not at all what I'm saying. But for some reason, people just like simple, like sloppy, just like generic analysis. And whenever you say something thought provoking, their mind spirals. Like if I said in politics, big pharma paid Joe Biden this amount of money. Big Pharma paid the Republican Party this amount of money. Big Pharma is building a building for Kentucky Republicans. Big Pharma gave Trump this much money. Uh, and I just say that people spiral. So what do I do? Who do I vote for? And it's like they, they're like, mind is a mess. It's like, why does the truth freak you out so much? That says more about you than it does me. Like, what is wrong with you? I'm not I'm not telling you not to vote. I'm just pointing out factual information that you ignore. Like people think if they ignore reality that things will go the way they want them to go. And then when they don't go the way you think they're going to go, because you're not doing pattern recognition, they spiral because they're like 1776 or they're like, oh my gosh, the fascism or, you know, like Trump's a, and it's like, why, why are people so fascinated with like fantasy lying to themselves? Like you can watch a, a celebrity relationship and be like, oh, it's love at first sight. Yeah, it's love at first sight. Now you're watching their show. It's love at first sight. Now you're buying their merch. It's love at first sight. Now Pfizer's getting advertisements. It's love at first sight. Now Taylor's the richest like tour of all time. It's like, you don't think these people are thinking business? Like there's smart people in executive offices thinking about how to manipulate your emotions and your feelings to make a fortune. And if you're just a fan, you're just a fan. There's nothing wrong with that. But like, I just find it funny when people spiral at you, when you're like, you think Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey could be that? It's like, absolutely, of course. I mean, what's the chances that you come out with a Pfizer ad and then a day later, the press is all over this idea that, you know, he's dating Taylor Swift. Like this stuff to me just seems so planted. Um, I'm not saying the Super Bowl's fake or anything. I mean, I would have thought it was fake if uh, if Detroit won the Super Bowl. Because in 2020, when the Ukraine war broke out, or 20 was it 2022 or 2021? When was the Ukraine war? Sorry, I got a Ukraine war start. I got to get my dates right. Um, start date, Russia. Oh, February 2022. So when the Ukraine war broke out, this is just a coincidence, I guess. Um, you know, the Rams won the Super Bowl at the same time that the Ukraine war broke out. And the Rams had the color of uh, Ukraine. So I was thinking, who's America's ally that they're supporting in war now? Israel. You know, the reason that uh, Lindsey Graham wants to bomb Iran? Israel. The reason we're all over the Middle East? Israel. I mean, you're not going to hear that on most right-wing news, but that's what's going on. So I thought, you know, that would be crazy if white and blue, like a white and blue team won this year as we're supporting Israel in these foreign wars. Um, but they didn't win. So I was like, thank goodness, because then I would have thought it was rigged. But anyway, I'm not saying it's rigged. 
I'm just saying uh, it's interesting. It's interesting that Taylor Swift is going to be at the Super Bowl. It's interesting that they're getting more airtime. It's interesting that they're promoting Paxlovid all over. You know, they're like, it's COVID, Paxlovid. It, you know, all this pharmaceutical Pfizer stuff as Travis Kelsey's a spokesperson. I'm not going to say that they rigged the game because Patrick Mahomes is great. You know, he was great before Taylor Swift got there. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in recent history. Um, they picked a winning team, a winning player. They, you know, they're not, they're not going to pick like the Panthers. <laughs> Taylor Swift knows how to win. Like pick, a, pick the team that just won the Super Bowl recently. Like don't go, don't go to, uh, you know, don't go to the Reds. Are they the Redskins anymore? Can you say Redskins? What's their name? The Washington uh, insert name, like, you know, Sega Genesis game broken where they don't even have a name football team. Did they pick a new name? Washington football, like blank space. It's like, humanity you know back when you used to play n64 you used to have to blow in the cartridge like when the cartridge malfunctions there was this trick where you just blew in it like like a harmonica so uh you know i feel like that's humanity it's, it's broken we need to blow in the humanity cartridge because uh there's there's no oh the commanders that's a stupid name i'm calling them the redskins whatever uh we can call them the washington washington white boys the caucasians they're like would you like it if they named a team after you Yes. You know, would you want a racial slur after your race as a football team? Absolutely. I would rock that. I would wear that merch every week. I absolutely want a racial slur team for, for my race or one of my races because I'm a few, you know, uh, the uh, the Washington Euro trash. I'd be like, sign me up. I'll take I'll take a shirt anyway. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section. I'm not saying the games are rigged, but I am saying that I believe Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey is a PR relationship. Pfizer wins big. Uh, Taylor Swift wins big. The NFL wins big. It's a cross-pollination, cross-promotion. Travis Kelsey gets famous. Travis Kelsey gets more attention. Taylor Swift gets more attention. And, uh, you know, apparently, allegedly, the Biden administration wants her to endorse him and, you know, a lot of people will say oh, it doesn't matter when a celebrity endorses a politician like Jay-Z and, and Beyonce and, and endorsed uh, Hillary Clinton and it didn't work versus Trump. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I think Taylor Swift is a different beast, though. Like, I don't think there's ever been someone as famous as Taylor Swift. Like, I think she's reaching these new levels of fame that are astronomical. I mean, they took down Elon Musk, Mr. Free Speech or whatever. I like Elon Musk. I'm just saying there was some sort of weird fake porn AI images of Taylor Swift. To be honest, that whole thing like went over my head. I was skiing. I came back. I just didn't care to look into it because I don't care about AI images. But if you search Taylor Swift on X or Twitter now, it, it nothing comes up. Like she got an entire website to just block her name from being like searched. She's like a supreme overlord or something. But, uh, you know, I think that she will affect the election. And if Biden does get her to endorse, like I, I do think that she can make like a million young girls vote that are 18 and never would vote. And to be honest, from 18 to 25, as somebody who was 18 to 25 at one point, you don't really know that much. I'm, I'm humble enough to say it now. When I was 19, I thought I knew everything. Once I turned 27, my, my worldview changed. I started paying taxes. I started paying health care. I started becoming a man like you, you you learn stuff as you get old. And I think that, um, you know, 18 to 25 year olds are just like spiraling in in, in their, uh, you know, I don't want to knock myself when I was younger because I wasn't stupid, but you just don't know that much. So I think that she can she can just destroy that demographic and get them all to vote based off of like abortion or whatever, you know, pick a topic. And 
she, I think she can impact the election. So that'll be interesting. I mean, what a perfect storm for Democrats, Big Pharma, Taylor Swift, and the NFL. I don't think it's random. I think it's a PR relationship. And, um, you know, I wish them well. Maybe they'll have kids and have a happy family. Maybe they'll break up in, you know, seven months and they'll both cash out on it. Um, let me know what you guys think. But that's my take. And And the last thing I will say before I move on is it does happen. Like, if you're just saying, oh, that could never happen. It's just football. It's just Taylor Swift. They're just in love. Like, you're just a consumer. You know what I'm saying? You don't understand how Hollywood works. I've been on a, I've said this before, but not everybody watches every stream. You know, I've been on a set of a reality show before because my uh, roommate was like a some sort of assistant director. I don't even know. And they just needed an extra. And I knew it was fake. But when I went on set to be like an extra and like they, they told me to like block a light pole because I'm tall. They're like, can you stand next to this light? I was like, I've never felt more worthless in my life. I'm like a light blocker. Thanks a lot. I thought I'd be like a main character. But uh, no. Anyway, I was just like an extra one day. It's so fake. Like people don't they're like, oh, they're really doing that. It's all scripted. It's all scripted. It's all fake. It's all set up. Nothing's real. The people in, like the extras aren't real. Like that's how it really works. If you want to believe it's not that way, you can. But that's literally how it works. So it's like you you think that the, everything's a conspiracy theory. No, I lived in Hollywood for five years and I know that they set people up because it's a good business move. And, you know, it's the same with politics, like people that just left wing or right wing that don't think this way. Like you're you're like a there's a reason the elites think you're cattle. I'm not saying you are. I think you're humans, but like they look at you like you're animals. So you should try to like prove them wrong, not be like, but I wear a blue hat and the red team is bad. It's like there's rich people that have bought out both sides, like for like hundreds of years. Like, how do you not know that you don't want you don't care? You just want to fight. You're like a rock'em sock'em robot. They just put you in an arena. You like bash each other's heads and then they laugh hysterically at you. And then they'll switch their puppet out as soon as they need a new war. It's like so obvious at this point. But yeah, I don't know. I guess people like to play checkers and they like to just be fans. Speaking of which, I, I really think it's hilarious. And I know some people are going to get mad, but I just don't care because it's worth the comedy. I see a connection between Taylor Swift fans and Trump fans like, you know, instead of like young women that like are obsessed with Taylor Swift because she's a pop star and she's like just like them. Grown men are are like even crazier, like conservative men are even crazier over Donald Trump. Like if you point one thing out that's factually true that they don't want to hear, grown men will spiral like their 15 year old Taylor Swift fans like it, like literally I, I posted something the other day. I mean, I was trying to get a rise out of people, but also it's just the truth. I was like, if you're upset over, Tra like if you're conservative and you're saying Travis Kelsey's a sellout because he worked with Pfizer to promote Pfizer vaccines, you also have to say Trump's a sellout because Trump calls himself the father of the vaccine. He says he pushed it more than the FDA and Fauci. He took a million dollars from Pfizer. He took a donation. He hired pharmaceutical lobbyists. And then with government taxpayer money, Trump bought 100 million doses and still brags about it to this day. So it's like when it comes to like pharmaceutical compromise, like Trump is just as compromised, if not more compromised than uh, Travis Kelsey is, you know, and he's way more responsible for all this uh, COVID vaccine stuff because he was the president who had the, you know, the printing press behind him or the money. Uh, anyway, not the printing press, but the money printer. So I say that. Right. And it's like the the grown Republican Trump supporters spiral like they're crazier than Taylor Swift fans. They're like, uh, uh, and they start like just like foaming at the mouth and yelling and making up excuses that literally don't even make sense. They're like, that's all he knew at the time. It's like 
he's seldom like three years later. Like your excuses don't match reality. It's just funny. I'm like, wow, I actually, no joke. I respect Taylor Swift fans more than I respect Trump worshipers at this point, because at least Taylor Swift fans, it's like, it's just a pop star. And like, they're like young girls and you know, they just like think that she's awesome. Like you're, you're like a 60 year old man who doesn't understand how lobbying and politics works. And you're like, drooling over donald trump like it's even creepier i want to show you like a little bit of how creepy it's getting because you know uh, the maga agenda claims to like stand up to the bill gates agenda and him buying farmland and all the pharmaceutical stuff he does and you know everything bill gates does you know most maga supporters think that you know bill gates is not their guy yet they're aligned with bill gates guys all the time trump is a bill gates guy doug burnham's a bill gates guy and now they're drooling over the fact that trump or doug burnham endorsed trump let me show you this real quick um and then we'll move on so this is uh from 2016 seattle times a micro a microsoft star seeks to run in north dakota so i guess he was a star at microsoft Bill Gates donated $100,000 to the Doug Burnham campaign for North Dakota governor, and he got 964K. So that's over, that's about one tenth of the money he raised. Obviously, North Dakota is not a big state as far as like money being poured into it. So that's pretty significant. Bill Gates donating $100,000 to Doug Burgum. Um, the next one I'm going to show you is a Facebook post from Doug Burgum, 2017. He's hanging out with Bill Gates with that big smile on his face, talking about harnessing technology. And, you know, of course, if someone donates to your campaign, you're going to, they're going to have some sort of impact or influence on your administration, I would think. And then all it takes is Doug Burgum to endorse President Trump. And you look at all the MAGA sloppers, they are just slobbering over him, acting like he's a superhero. Look at this picture. It's Trump, Vivek, Burgum, and Scott Someone said MAGA 2024, that's Citizen Free Press, who's like deranged with their uh, Taylor Swift obsession over Trump. They're like literally fangirls. They've ruined their whole account, which was supposed to be objective journalism by just slopping over like the lowest common denominator stuff. But anyway, you know, it's like I saw people retweeting this thing. These are the superheroes. These are our, like it's literally Taylor Swift cosplay fandom for grown men and women who like want to believe in the Republican Party. And the funniest thing, if you look at that lineup, uh, Trump is the father of the vaccine. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is a hedge fund guy turned pharma bro turned guy who cried on January 6th is now pretending to be ultra MAGA. Doug Burgum got endorsements from Bill Gates and Tim Tim Scott is is is, is like Mike Pence without the Christian wife. Like Tim Scott is as establishment as it gets. He's never been an authentic person. He's never been an outsider. He's literally at, probably just as establishment as Mike Pence, if not more. And that's the new superhero of MAGA. All you have to do is flatter Donald Trump. And all of a sudden, they're worshiping Bill Gates donated, you know, uh, governors who are probably God knows what he's doing in North Dakota with that farmland. Then you got the hedge fund guy turned pharmaceutical CEO who was on uh, Jim Cramer's show, hawking a failed Alzheimer's drug, selling it like a sleaze guy, salesman who cried on January 6th because it was so sad. And now he's like Mr. 1776. And then Tim Scott, like the, these are the superheroes. I mean, you have to see the similarities between little girls who like Taylor Swift and grown sloppy men who obsess over Donald Trump. I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm just saying like it's like slobbering over the guy where it's like they're, they're, they're like, oh, he's my hero. And it's like, does anyone do journalism anymore or no? I'm going to show this next one. 
And then uh, I got to give credit to the guy who showed me the Doug Burnham, Bill Gates stuff, because he was like having a conniption on Twitter being like, why did you why did you do do your own post about it? It's like because I wanted to talk about it. So I'm going to give this guy a post because or, or woman. I don't know who it was, but they were going nuts at me on Twitter. So I want to give them credit. Uh, here, here's here's the second part. So, you know, Bill Gates said that Trump offered him a, a job in the White House. Right. And nobody has asked Trump. I've asked dozens of influencers. Just ask Trump in an interview because I know a lot of people who interview him. Nobody will ask him. It's like their their weekend at Bernie's cover up for Trump the same way Democrats do for Biden. Nobody even wants to ask him, why did you try to hire Bill Gates in the White House? Or is that true, Trump? Because no one has disproven it yet. I almost guarantee you it's true. And here's how I know that it's probably true that Trump tried to hire Bill Gates and no one cares. Because in 2018, when he said that, he said that Trump was super interested in a universal flu vaccine, right? He he said that he met with Trump and got him super interested in this idea of a universal flu vaccine and that he would uh, you know, be a star and Trump offered him a position in the White House. And a year later, over a year and a half later, Trump pushes an executive order for modernizing influenza vaccines in the United States, which is an idea that no one had even thought of in 2018 when Bill Gates was talking about it. So it's almost definite that Trump got that from Bill Gates. But this is what Citizens Free Press does. They they masquerade as if they're nonpartisan, unbiased journalists or whatever, but they literally just like slobber over Donald Trump and they post, this is a fake art AI image. It's artificial intelligence. Don't make the sheriff mad. It's like, not only do they not ask questions, do they not report this stuff? Do they not tell the truth? They're actually brainwashing MAGA people with sloppy, slobbery content you know, to rot your brain and get you to think that Donald Trump is like a Taylor Swift cosplay person wearing a cowboy hat. Like if Trump wore a cowboy hat, post a picture, but that's an AI image designed to get you to like idol worship a guy with an image that's non-existent when what is existent is you got the Bill Gates endorsed and funded Doug Burnham endorsing Donald Trump. He'll probably get a role in his administration. Trump offered a job to Bill Gates. Nobody even knows that and nobody cares because when you say it, People just say that you're hating because the Trump fandom is like uh, Taylor Swift for, for grown men. Like they, they, they're they crazier than Taylor Swift fans. It's like literally more insane where you're like, yo, you know how you think you're uh, taking on the Bill Gates agenda? And they're like, yeah, it's like, what if Bill Gates was literally working with the guy that you're obsessed over? And they're like, no, 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 no. They like, like grown men, like piss their pants. They spiral. They like rip their, like, they're like freaking out at, like on Twitter. They're like trying to figure out ways to like justify, you know, like it, it's like if uh, Taylor Swift trips and people like say she's Willy Wonka, like, oh, she meant to trip. It was a, you know, it was part of her uh, thing. And it's like, whatever you got to tell yourself, you know, it's, it's just crazy. And I want to give credit real quick because this person really spiraled on Twitter as well. And um, so they they tagged me in the comments and they, you know, I, I was talking about something, maybe how Trump is endorsing the the guy who's running against Thomas Massey. And Thomas Massey is like the only good person in Congress. So if it is true that Trump is endorsing his opponent, it just further goes into this, uh, you know, this theory that Trump is obviously controlled opposition because not only does he hire the swamp, but there's only like one not in my opinion, the only person that I even semi trust in Congress that I truly believe cares about America and the Constitution is Thomas Massey. He's the closest person to Ron Paul that we've had since Ron Paul. And Trump has tried to kick him out of the party multiple times. D.C. Drano and Cat Turd, who are big Trump worshipers, Trump slobbers. They've tried to kick him out of the party mass a, a bunch of times. Now there's some fake op 
who's pretending to be Mr. MAGA running against Thomas Massey to kick him out of the party to, uh, you know, get him out of there. And nobody even realizes this stuff. So, I mean, this guy was the one who tagged me in the in, in, in some of the information about Doug Burnham. His name on Twitter or her name on Twitter is Doggy Stylist. I'm going to I'm going to like name this name a lot because they really, really desperately like they blocked me, by the way. They really wanted credit for this. So I just like Doggy Stylist in all caps at David Paul 174451. What happened was I was posting about Thomas Massey or something of that sort. And they tagged me in this post and it said, hey, Anomaly, have you seen this? Like Doug Burnham has, you know, a lot of Bill Gates connections, right? So I saw it earlier in the day and I, I was really scrambling to try to find where it was because honestly, I get like thousands of people talking on all my social platforms. Like I don't I don't put my notifications on it, which I would get like 10,000 a day. So I was searching for like 20 minutes trying to find that information because I was like, oh, I want to talk about that Doug Burnham, Bill Gates thing, but I couldn't find it. Like I, I didn't know where it was and I couldn't, I couldn't like access it. I was kind of like, I was like, where is this? So then I just went to Google and I searched some of the keywords and then I found the articles, I screenshotted them. And then I made my own post with different articles and different stuff that I've talked about before. And then this person, Doggy Stylist, aka David Paul 1474451, they came to my comments and they said, oh, why did you steal my stuff and and, and not credit me? How I was the one that showed you. And I was like, I'll, I'll give you credit, man. But also like, they had like blurry screenshots and like they had, I mean, the info was good, but the way they kind of like um, curated it was not that great in my opinion, but it got my attention. So they did, they were the ones that gave it to me. Um, but I, I wanted to like recurate it, you know, screenshot different things. And I, I didn't use all four of their like screenshots. I just used one of them and I used three of my own to kind of paint the story. And this person was like spiraling in the comments. I'm like, I'm giving you credit, doggy stylist. Yes. I'm not pretending like I found out myself. You, you uh, posted it in my comment section. Just like if I post something in the comment section, which is like screenshots of Trump trying to hire Bill Gates, I hope other people uh, use it. And I don't care if they give me credit or not, because it's about, I didn't write the USA Today article. It's like, it, you know, I just screenshotted it. So it's like this guy, it's not like he did the journalism. He just screenshotted an article, showed me to get my attention. He got my attention and then spiraled hysterically that I wouldn't uh, do exactly what he said. It's like, I don't, you know, if I post something with four screenshots and you only want to use one, you could just take it and post it on your page. You don't have to like do everything I do. So uh, this is the credit you wanted, David, David Paul, you're the man. Uh, you know, that's how things work. It's like, you know, you don't have to spiral that hard, but God bless. And someone said you need to mow your wall, Whiskey Pete. Yeah. If anybody could get me a wall lawnmower, it's getting kind of, you know, it's getting kind of grassy there. I'll mow, I'll mow the wall for you. Um, anyway, yeah, he blocked me after it's all good. It, it is what it is. So anyway, someone said anomaly. If you didn't steal my post on Twitter, you would have seen the real reason between the Trump Gates Bergam connection. Now you will never know because you stole my research fraud. Oh, this person's in the comment section. Nice. MJ, um, you screenshotted articles, bro. This is, I'm not stealing your research. It's not like you wrote it and I published it with my full name and was like, this is my work. You screenshotted an article from 2015. Guys, I've done thousands of thousands of videos with thousands of screenshots that other people have literally used after I showed them that. And I don't ever ask for credit because it's about the information. If I screenshot the North Dakota star and I'm like, yo, look at this connection between Bill Gates and Doug Burgum and someone else posted on their Instagram. 
I don't go to their comment section and spiral and say they stole it. It's like, I didn't write the article, neither did you. You screenshotted four different things, which is what I've done thousands of times. I wouldn't be surprised if you do that because you saw how I operate with other topics. So thank you for tagging me in it. But like your, your ego over like demanding credit for a, a, an article screenshot is like somebody who steals a meme and then says that someone else stole the meme that I stole. It's like, it's, get over yourself it's like do you even want people to know this stuff or do you, or, or or is it like about you it's so it, it's so crazy but um you know god bless you doggy stylist uh you know i don't even have to say your name it's like i, I I'm, I'm literally giving you credit because you spiraled but anyway um let me know what you guys think i think that just following people on on twitter like I, i'm gonna have to like just turn the comments off real quick because this guy's like having like a mental breakdown but um you know everybody kind of bashed the QAnon people a lot like not everybody but like a lot of like more normie trump supporters and conservatives would be like oh the q people are crazy right like they're so crazy because they like worship donald trump and they think he's got a secret plan and you know they're like they're like always like hallucinating what they wish trump was doing like everything's a secret plot when trump locks down they say he's arresting the vatican like these people literally spiraled into mental illness and a bunch of grown anonymous men dragged a bunch of maga moms into mental illness thinking that they're like some Scooby-Doo mystery plot, mixing truth with lies and basically creating like a false satanic religion revolving around Donald Trump instead of Jesus Christ, mixing in with scriptures. So when things like lockdown and martial law start happening, instead of being like, oh, this is government tyranny and Trump's in on it, these people spiraled and said Trump's arresting pedophiles like in underground tunnels or something. So it's like everybody was kind of like making fun of them. But what you realize is, the people in MAGA that aren't that, they're also that too. Like there are people that just like Trump and vote for him and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, why wouldn't you vote for Trump over Biden? Like, I understand. But like citizen free press and all these people, like they, they're doing the same thing that QAnon is doing without just saying QAnon. Like they're like, you know, they're posting like AI images of him with cowboy hats on and they're just like, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, they're like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. And then I'm like, hey, what if Trump, because by the way, for that guy that's in the comments, like I've been talking about for years how Trump had that meeting with Bill Gates, but also I didn't come up with that theory. It's all in the press out there. So if other people are talking about it, I would never like run in their comments and like psychotically freak out saying that they stole my research. I've been talking about that for years. You know, the Doug Burgum thing, I didn't know as much, but I think it's a lesser bombshell than literally Trump trying to hire Bill Gates. But anyway, it's like if you bring this information to people, um, they don't, they just reject it. Like they completely ignore it. Cause they're like, I would rather post Trump eating a slice of pizza and wearing an artificial intelligence cowboy hat. And I'm going to be like a Taylor Swift girl and be like, look, he's a sheriff. He's a sheriff. It's like, is that a man running that account? Like if citizen free press is a grown man who's posting AI images of Trump as a sheriff and being like the sheriff's coming to town, like you need mental help. Like that guy needs to go see a psychiatrist. Like they're like, are you okay? Like you're 55, what are you doing? Posting AI images of Trump wearing cowboy hats, telling myself that he's a sheriff. It's like, are you like a furry or something? Is this like a cosplay? Like it's literally crazier than Taylor Swift. And everybody's getting so crazy in that movement that nobody even realizes it. And not to dunk on this guy again, but it's like, 
when you have someone like myself where I don't reject information, if somebody shows me something, I try to incorporate it, you know, they, they get mad that I incorporated it. So it's like, I understand why people are tribal because everybody wants a tribe, right? Everybody wants social circles and friend groups. And at a certain point, it's like, you know, team red versus team blue. You don't want to be unloyal. So you just kind of go with your team. But there, you know, there's not really like a big return for being an honest person because it's like when people are like desperately trying to show you information and you actually like post the information they want you to show, they spiral and freak out. And that's the true story of that. Like I've, you know, everything I've like, there's certain things that everything that I know I've learned from someone else, everything like they, I didn't wake up out of the womb and know everything. It's like I read books, I read articles, I, I've researched like there's other people that have inspired me to learn and research certain things. And I've done it. And I hope I have that effect on certain people too. Like if Tim Poole starts talking about stuff that really matters and posting articles that matter, I consider that a good thing. And it's like, maybe they got it from me. Maybe they didn't, but it's not the, the point is to get the information disseminated. And whenever I post, if I post a meme that I didn't make, I can't freak out. It's not mine. I didn't create it. You know, if I, if I screenshot political articles from 2018, anyone can do that. Like it, it's not mine. You know what I'm saying? Like the, it's just like, so this is why a lot of people like run away from these types of people. Cause it's like, they're so desperate to get certain articles in front of your face. They get them in front of your face and you post them and then they literally spiral. It's like, I curated it differently than you. You're not the first person that's told me about the connections between Bill Gates and the Republican party. I've been talking about it for three or four years. You added a new piece to the puzzle of a guy who endorsed Donald Trump. And because unlike you, I don't run a doggy stylist, you know, Twitter with five people on it, which is fine. I get thousands of uh, notifications a day. So when I went to go find all that stuff, you know, I, I couldn't find it. So I was like, I was trying to figure out how to even get it back. I'm like, where is that comment? So I looked it up. I screenshotted stuff. And yeah, I saw your post, but I, the way you curated it, I wanted to curate it differently. I don't know what to really tell you. Like I wanted to make a different point. And I included other screenshots that I already had saved in my phone, um, you know, and I gave you credit today. I could have just completely blew you off and been like, yeah, I thought of all this myself. No, I'm giving you 100 percent credit. But like if you want people to go to your Twitter and see your post, I'm literally promoting your Twitter. Go to David Paul 174451 who blocked me and see his original post. And if he has more to share about this topic, Go look at him and give him credit and give him love and give him attention and tell him he's amazing and tell him it's all about him. But then make sure if you read that person's information, whether it's a guy or a girl, never, ever tell anybody else about it because he doesn't actually want other people to know about it. He wants all the credit and he wants no one to share it with anyone else. Because every time you tell somebody that Doug Burnham took money from Bill Gates, which was published in 2015 in a public paper, you can't not say this guy's name. So make sure whenever you talk about this topic, you, you, you do not spread this information without letting everybody know that you ever tell that this is the, the, the source of it. Okay. Or else they're going to spiral. Um, let me know what you guys think. I just think it's funny too, that one, uh, picture where it's like Doug Burgum, Tim Scott, Donald Trump and Vivek Ramaswamy. And like, these are the MAGA superheroes. Guys, if you're, I'm trying to be nice about this. If you're like a 50 year old guy, even 40, 30, however old you are, and you're posting pictures of Doug Burgum, Tim Scott, Vivek Ramaswamy and Donald Trump and saying, these are our MAGA superheroes. You're literally crazier than a Taylor Swift fan. Like that's insane. Like these are 
One of them is funded by Bill Gates. One of them went to school on a Soros scholarship, said they were broke when they were making millions of dollars. They lied about that, posted op-eds saying, you know, George Soros is right about open societies, cried on January 6th and did hedge fund work before they moved to the pharmaceutical industry, ran that uh, around in circles, and then said they cried on January 6th and wrote a book about how Trump is a sore loser like Stacey Abrams. That, the father of the vaccine who claims that he rushed the FDA and Tim Scott, who I don't even need to make fun of because the joke writes itself. These are your superheroes. It literally makes more sense to believe in Taylor Swift than to believe in these people. Like two of them are billionaires. One of them is the father of the vaccine. One of them is a hedge fund pharma bro. One of them was funded by Bill Gates. And the other one is Tim Scott, who once again, I don't even need to dunk on because he's establishment as it comes. Like, and this is, this is the opposition to the Democrats. Like, I feel like I want Trump to win, obviously over biden but this movement needs to like crash and burn because like dude it's like grown men acting like little girls like how long do people think this is going to sustain itself like can't just post ai pictures of trump wearing cowboy hats and expect to like beat the deep state like the deep state is way smarter than you posting an ai image of a cowboy hat it's like all these fed traps that people get like lured into where it's like you know everyone's like 1776 and it's like Guys, it's not it's not George Washington era. They they're tracking your phone. You know how many organizers are in prison because not only did they go to January 6th, but they're just typing and texting stupid shit to, to their friends and stuff, talking about revolution, this or that. Like your phones are being tracked. If you were at January 6th or you know, one of your friends got arrested, they're in your group chats. You're probably talking to feds. You know, everybody thinks they got all these friends in this industry. I'm not saying everyone's a fed. I'm just saying if you're typing shit. Think to yourself, what would a Fed think about me saying this? I'm not saying to lie. I'm not saying to not tell jokes or be funny. But like with this like 1776, like, oh, we're going to do all this and that. Now you're on a RICO charge. Now, you know, now your little dinky protest, you know, is turning into like a full blown 20 year prison sentence. Like, you know, like this is this is chess. This is what the Feds are doing. This is what the Democratic Party is doing. You know, the Republicans will probably throw you under the bus the second, like, you know, just like they did on January 6th. They're like, ah, you know, arrest them, whatever, you know, like the, it's, it's like every man for himself. So I'm just saying, yeah, don't don't Fed post. Fed posting is when you say stuff that would get you in trouble when you're not you don't even really mean it. Like how many of these people I'm not trying to be repetitive, but like, say, Tim Pool, do you think Tim Pool's going to fight in a civil war? I don't even know if he showers, let alone is going to fight in a civil war. Does he even wash and dry his beanie? You know what I'm saying? Like that's he's not he's not fighting in a civil war. It's just he yells civil war and people get emotional. When people get emotional, they're more attached to the to the topic. So, it's just like, you know, you think Maine, the the liberals of Vermont are going to march down to, you know, the conservatives of New Hampshire. Conservatives don't even run New Hampshire. Biden won New Hampshire and Clinton won New Hampshire. It's like who are you going to fight? You're going to fight your barista who voted for Biden. Like, you know, no, like it's a digital age now. You're not you're not living in, in, the, in those years. Someone said you're so jealous of Tim Pool. It's pathetic. Whatever you want to tell yourself. It's like I just don't like seeing people treated badly and I don't like seeing people get set up. You know, once again, there were people that are rotting in prison right now where if they would have listened to me or someone else, they would not be rotting in prison right now. You know what I'm saying? 
when everyone else is telling him civil war, civil war, MAGA, MAGA, Linwood, you know, QAnon, trust the plan, like Chrissy Teigen's getting arrested, the Vatican's under construction, you know, we got to go, Mike Pence is going to do this. When all these in unison, I was like, I'm not going. I don't, I don't know. Donald Trump's selling too many vaccines. That's like a red flag. It's like if you're dating someone and, and every night is girls night, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying she's cheating, but like how many times are you going to do girls night? You know, that's like Trump with the Moderna vaccine. He tweeted it like seven times. And I was like, all right, you know, I'm not saying he's establishment, but I, you know, after he tweeted Moderna so many times, I'm like, ah, that's too many red flags for me. Like I liked Trump. I voted for Trump. I wanted him to win the election. I thought he would be able to do something before January, but I pay attention to red flags. So it's like, you give me one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm like, ah, something seems a little off. But while I'm saying that everyone's yelling at me, shut up, Lynn Wood's going to lead us. Shut up. Okay. If you think so, and and there's people that are dead and in prison now because they couldn't see through the cosplay Taylor Swift Trump theater, literally, you know. So I'm not. It, it has nothing to do with jealousy. Um, it's just like I don't agree with people that are constantly yelling angrily and and hyping up MAGA people to fall for Fed traps and to think that there's going to be some massive thing. Someone said the trucker convoy going to Texas this week. I would stay far away from that. Personally, I'm not going to tell people what to do as long as they're peaceful, law abiding citizens. But like, what is a trucker convoy going to do? You know, like, what is that going to do? You know, it's like a hangout. It's like a big hangout. But, you know, maybe they have something that they're doing that's that's like legal and, and righteous. And I'm not you know, I don't this is kind of how I am. I just mind my own business. But I would stay as far away as possible from that trucker convoy. Uh, personally, I, it's like, what? I don't get it. Like, I'm logical. Like, what is it doing? Raising awareness? Like, for what? How? Like, what? I, you know, how? what is a trucker convoy going to do? I mean, it made more sense, I think, for the COVID, like, mandates because they weren't going to let them do their job. So they were like, nah, we're going to do it. I don't get this one. Um, but to each their own. Uh. Did I see the trucker convoy lights from space? I did not. Um, someone said girls night is great. Yeah, I mean, it's just an analogy. Someone said we can't fear fed psyops. I'm not asking people to fear. You know, Bryson tweeted something that's been along the lines of what I've been saying. He said a lot of people, they fear being broke more than they fear God, right? I saw him tweet that and I liked it. A lot of people, they fear being broke more than they fear God. I've said before, you know, people fear, they fear society hating on them more than they fear God. You should fear what God thinks of you doing something evil more than you fear what people hate you for being right. You know, like, oh, the liberals are going to hate me for being right. Like, You should fear God more than you fear the world uh, and, and how they perceive you. With that being said, I'm not afraid of the feds. I'm not telling people to be afraid of the feds. I'm telling people to be realistic. If you're in a trucker convoy group chat and people are fed posting and saying shit like, I'm going to do this to the border and I'm going to, if someone comes across the border, I'm going to get them myself. You'll probably end up in prison. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, I'm not afraid. It's just like, stay out of fed. Anybody that fed posts, make sure you distance yourself from it immediately. Because if they're not a fed, there's somebody who eventually is probably going to get set up by the feds. I'm not afraid because I follow the law. But 
when people fed post or say stupid stuff, like I know they don't mean it. And in general, I watch people do it on Twitter and YouTube all the time. They fed post every single day of their entire live stream. They say stuff that they don't really mean to get their audience hyped up so they could fall for another January 6th fed trap and then fundraise off your demise or whatever they claim they're doing. That's what I think they're doing. But you know, it's like, it's not to be afraid. It's just to be smart. Like it's like, going into like a bad neighborhood like i'm not asking you to be a pussy but it's like it's a bad neighborhood you know watch your back like i i've 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 had bad jobs in bad neighborhoods and it's like i wasn't afraid but I, I i knew the danger there you know and i was like aware i wasn't just like obliviously walking on my cell phone i was like i was walking like i was in a war zone because i pretty much was so that's all i'm saying i'm not saying if if the trucker convoy is following the law then it's following the law. But it's one of those things I just don't understand what the point is. And I felt this with January 6th too. This is my logical breakdown of January 6th, what was going through my head and why I didn't go. I can only explain this to people and hoping that it helps other people understand what goes on in my head, okay? Why would I fly from California to, to, to whatever it was, uh, Washington, D.C., and I have to wear a mask on a plane. This is what was happening during January 6th. You still had to mask up on a plane. Why would hundreds of thousands of people fly all over the country, wear a mask, take it off, march in the streets, take selfies, say, look, Trump, Mike Pence, ha, 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 ha. And then they go home and put their mask back on and fly. Like to me, the logic of it doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't the protest be everybody not wearing a mask or everybody like not complying to the rules and also Trump selling Moderna vaccines. Now I don't even trust Trump. You know, I, Trump, you know, I was already kind of like on the fence because of his COVID stuff, but it's like, that's th what I'm saying with the trucker convoy. If it's legal, do whatever you want if you're following the law. But like, what is a trucker convoy going to do for the border? Like, what is it going to do? It's, it's like a self-righteous, like protest in my opinion. Like you're just basically like, look at me. Okay. What for we like the border. So do I. Okay. Now what, w what are you going to do? Nothing. And if you do something, you're going to get arrested. So like what, I don't get it, you know? And like, I, I just don't understand what it logically does. Like a trucker convoy made more sense to me if they're not allowing Canadian truckers to go to America. So they say, we're going to go to America and we're going to not do what you say until you let us do our job. Like what does a trucker convoy and the border have to do? Like, I, I just don't get it. I'm not hating on it. I'm not telling people not like I'm not your, you know, truckers are grown men. They can do what they want to do. It's I, I'm just saying my advice would be follow the law, stay out of group chats. And if you're in a group chat, don't fed post. You know what I'm saying? You can have edgy opinions. You could have the First Amendment. I'm not asking people to lie. But if you think you're going to take things into your own hands or something, you're going to end up in a fed trap, you know, in my view. So that's all I'm saying. I don't, uh, what people do is not up to me. I just don't understand it. Um, so uh, Eraser said, all you losers crying about Trump, but I promise you, you'll vote for him compared to the other side. LOL, LOL, LOL. Well, that's the guy that thinks I'm jealous of Tim Pool. So you're not the brightest uh, crayon in this box, but uh, we will answer that question. The way you're seeing it and the way a lot of us see it, it's just not the same. We understand that Trump versus Biden is, unless they sub out Biden, is going to be the election. But the thing is, you're seeing it like you're a 14 year old Taylor Swift fan, which is like, ha 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 ha. You have to vote for my guy, and you don't want to ha 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 ha. It's very childish. Like you're 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 like a you're like a kindergartner. 
we're like, well, you know, both sides are kind of controlled. Trump's the father of the vaccine. We wish that journalists and people of influence used their leverage to make sure the Republican Party didn't scam us again. You're seeing it like you're like a drooling five-year-old at a Taylor Swift concert or like a grown fat, you know, beer drinking like Oakland Raiders fan at a Las Vegas Raiders game. I guess they change things. Nothing wrong with that. I love football. I'm a fan myself. I'm just saying like that's that's how you're seeing politics. Ha ha ha. You're going to end up on my team. Ha ha ha. And then like the next time Republicans scam you again, you're going to be like, whoa, was that Biden who did it? And it's like, no, it's your own people. Oh, whoa. You know, you're going to live in this like constant fandom, false paradigm reality. No one's saying that they're not like some people won't vote for Trump. But I'm just saying like, no, that's not the conversation that we're having. It's like that's like a low level combo. But Someone said, what are you, a Democrat, like being sarcastic? Yes, yeah, the false paradigm thinking, right? And that's how, it's, listen, the elites are very smart. They understand how things work. It's like, you know, you put people on one side, you put people on another side, you split up the races, you make people fight each other, and then they're having all these battles. But no matter if you win or lose the battle, they still win the ultimate battle. That's the game that they're playing. You can win the black versus white battle. You can win the George Floyd versus was he killed battle. You can win the Trump versus Clinton battle. You can win the Trump versus Biden battle. You can win the like you can say that they don't care because they've already controlled the arena and they're going to win harder than you're ever going to win. And when they want to, they can move these people like nothing and they'll move. Um, the one that I've used, but I want to explain it even more thorough and better right now, is the Overton window of how they just d dominated humanity during COVID. Uh, you know, Trump was the vaccine guy, right? He calls himself the father of the vaccine. He gave him $18 billion of socialist money. He printed trillions of dollars. He bought hundreds of millions of Pfizer and Moderna doses, and he wants to take credit for it, right? He's the vaccine guy. He wants to be the vaccine guy more than Fauci. Okay. Biden gets in. And what does Biden do? He pushes it even further. He mandates the vaccine. He says it's going to be a winter of death. Like he goes full blown insano psychopath. So now you have instead of like a normal reality where you're all just walking around and they're not forcing vaccines on you, you live in a reality where one of the puppets went full-blown psychopath mandate psycho and the other one went socialist funder and buyer of the product. So now MAGA, they don't even realize that they've lost the battle no matter what they say because now they're saying, well, at least he's not Biden. Yeah, but they've moved the whole arena to a point where it never should have got. Well, he didn't mandate it. That's the most tired talking point ever. It's like, yes, this is why I voted for Trump over Biden. Trump didn't mandate it. That's true. I'm not disagreeing with that. But if you look at the fraud and corruption of the pharmaceutical history, it's not just like if you don't mandate a product, there's no corruption. That's not how it works. Not for the swine flu vaccine, not for Bextra, not for Pfizer's criminal history, not for anything, not for the products that they're pulling off the market. Like there's a huge history of pharmaceutical fraud, corruption, settlements, and billions of dollars of payments and cover-ups. And it's all well-documented. It, it's even been on 60 Minutes. None of them had a mandate. Opioids are not mandated. And the Sackler family got busted, although nothing really happened. And, uh, you know, uh, fentanyl is not mandated. Does, that, does it not matter that people are dying of fentanyl because it's not mandated? Is China innocent? Are the cartels innocent? Is big pharma innocent? Are, are Like, no, it, it mandates are only one part of the equation. So you see what I'm saying? People don't even care how 
in on it Trump is because he just didn't mandate it. So like the elites won. They're crushing MAGA. Like they, they're laughing at MAGA. MAGA's slobbering over a pharma hedge fund guy and Doug Burnham, like, and, and Tim Scott and, and the father of the vaccine. You think the elites are scared of MAGA? They, they're scared of what MAGA could be if MAGA wasn't brainwashed and controlled by them. But like, you know, they have you like herded like sheep. So it's like, that's how they win. They don't win by picking a candidate and just being like, oh, if, if our candidate loses, we're so screwed. They control finances, media, culture. Like they, they don't care if you win because you're not really winning. So it's like, even with the vaccine, they moved the Overton window of pharmaceutical corruption and made Biden so crazy. It's good cop, bad cop. To, to Republicans, Trump is the good cop and Biden's the bad cop. You know, the one cop is mean to you. The one cop is nice to you, but they're both working together and they're going to bust you. That's Biden and Trump. Trump is for Republicans, the good cop. Oh, he, he didn't mandate it. He only funded it, pushed it, you know, printed the money, bought the doses and, and wants credit for it, but he didn't mandate it. And then you flip it. And Biden for Democrats is the good cop. He wants to put more masks on you. He wants to mandate it. He, he's pushing it harder. And then Trump's the bad cop who, you know, had said some things about alternative medications. They're playing like it, it's so obvious at this point. But if people can't figure it out, what are you going to do? You know, I'm, you notice I'm not like angry right now. I'm, I'm done being angry at this stuff because people simply don't get it. And maybe they never will. So this is a stream for people who do get it or want to learn or want to consider, even if they don't fully agree. And, you know, we'll have fun and move on from there. But it is necessary because when everybody's going in the wrong direction, it's like, what do you do? You know, like, did people tell Ron Paul to shut up? Like, oh, shut up, Ron Paul. It's Romney or Obama. Well, you know, Ron Paul is now still extremely popular. Why? Because he was a... Uh, 20 years ahead of everybody else. And th there's other people that they're getting more popular, even though they're older. G. Edward Griffin is a, is a perfect example. He's 90 years old and he's probably more famous than he's ever been because he told the truth in 1969. He told the truth in 1985. He got interviews with Yuri Bezmenov. Like it lasts the test of time. I'm trying to make timeless content. I understand that it's going to be misconstrued now but I'm right. So I don't really care. It's like, you know, you're not other Republicans are not journalists or news analysts. They are professional fangirls. You know what I'm saying? Every Trump, every account that I follow, they're Taylor. Like if you follow Taylor Swift fan 475, that's DC Drano. That's typical liberal. I'm not trying to be a dick, but you know, I like both of them as people. Um, but as influencers, they are Taylor Swift Trump fans. That's what they do. It's a fandom. They will post an AI image of Trump wearing a fake cowboy hat at a saloon before they post an article that says that he tried to hire Bill Gates. They'll post a picture of Doug Burnham smiling next to Trump saying these are MAGA superheroes before they point out that Doug Burnham took money from Bill Gates. And if they ever do care that Doug Burnham took money from Bill Gates, they're only going to care that much because if they find out that Trump did the same thing, they'll never report on it. So it's like, you know, they're not real journalists. They're not real news analysts. They're not real patriots. They're not real uh, objective Americans. They're basically just Taylor Swift fans for Republicans. And that's why the part, like uh, this is going to fall apart at a certain point, whether Trump wins or loses. I want Trump to win. I don't see it happening though. I think he's going to lose bad. I think people are, their head is so far up Trump's ass that they don't understand what everyone else thinks. And, you know, it sucks because this is such an easy election to win. The border's wide open. 
everybody's tired of liberals. Like all we needed was somebody that wasn't super annoying and super like, uh, like, you know, already like branded in a bad way. And people, we probably could have won the election by like 10 points. But like, you know, I even listened to Joe Rogan and Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee was like, I'm in the middle now. People like Bobby Lee, they don't like liberals. They know they're crazy. And they're like looking for an off ramp. I mean, maybe he'll even vote for Trump, but it's like they're looking for an off ramp. Like the left is crazy. I also don't really like the right that much. Like just give me an off ramp and I'll vote for it. And then it's like you're going to give them 78 year old Trump spiraling on true social every day complaining about his only good employees like why strategically how does it help that trump is crying about kaylee mcenany who's a beautiful blonde intelligent lady who's way smarter than anybody he's surrounded by now who actually did her job good i think she's the only employee that i was impressed by kaylee mcenany and she's literally saying like hey trump won new hampshire which is great but, you know, for the general, like he's got to think about independence. That's all she said. And he's like, oh, she sucks. She's not a star. Dude, Trump's like a psycho idiot. You know, like he's such an idiot. How is that? Like, I know people that like Trump that are like, why is he doing that? Like, I like Kaylee, too. Like, she was his only good employee. Like, you know, she, she's just trying to, like, say basic general election strategy. And he's like spiraling at her. Why? How? How? How is that going to win a general? I don't understand. But. You know, it's it's going to be a close election. And um, I just think whether Trump wins or loses, this party is going to fall apart. Like you can't have a fake opposition movement built on worshiping a foreign country, passing speech laws for a foreign country, propping up Bill Gates uh, politicians like that's it's not sustainable. And I know everybody, they, they don't want to let it end. It's like a Taylor Swift concert that they don't want to let end. Like the Trump movement, it gave meaning to their life. Like they don't want this they don't want it to end, you know, but it's like, it's going to end eventually. And it's going to be a rude ending if people don't snap out of it and at least just be a little more honest. And all you have to do is like, look at influencers and just see like, are they at Mar-a-Lago? Are they hanging out on a beach? I love beaches. I don't care what people do, but it's like, I see Benny Johnson and Vivek on a beach. I see this person at Mar-a-Lago with Lara Trump. And it's like, this is what it, it's a big hangout, you know? And that's fine. But it's like, once you hang out with the family, you're not doing journalism anymore. Once you're beach buddies with the guy, you're not doing real interviews anymore. So it's like, you know, people like Vivek and Trump are highly intelligent and they know that it's easy to basically capture journalists by just hanging out with them and being nice to them. All you have to do is flatter them and then vice versa. Trump gets flattered by Gavin Newsom or, or, or one of these deep state people that he hires. And he's like, oh, they're so nice to me. Like everyone knows how politics works. It's just like networking. So it's like, you know, be friends with somebody and then they'll never question you. And it's, I get it. It's like, I'm not asking people to be dicks or anything, but if you're a billionaire running for office and you said you cried on January 6th and you used to work for hedge funds and pharmaceutical companies, I'm not asking you to hate the person or be jealous. It's just like, give a real interview to somebody that wasn't MAGA from 2016 to 2022. He wasn't MAGA until a year ago. Is that too much to ask for? It like, <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not saying people can't change, but I'd rather somebody like Thomas Massey that that has proven to be constitutional for 20 years lead the party than a hedge fund farmer bro who just became MAGA like a year ago. It doesn't make any sense, but people aren't thinking in terms of reality. They're like, it's just a big hangout for the fans it's fandom he's batman he's superman i mean yeah he might be that but in my head he's taylor swift and then for the people in my industry it's a hangout it's basically like you know i'm looking at pictures of people because i've been in this industry i've been 
and I'm not naming names because I'm not a hateful person. I do respect people's friendship. And to be honest, I'm a, I'm not a snake. I'm a nice guy. Um, but I've seen people that literally told me not to say certain things, hanging out with other people at Mar-a-Lago. I could see how the whole thing works. And like I said, I'm not naming names because I respect these people. I like, I do consider some of them friends, but at the end of the day, like I'm not for sale and I'm not going to go against my own values just to hang out at a pool. I could, I, I got my own money. I got my own life. I can hang out at a pool anytime I want. I don't need your pool and I don't need your stakes. I'll buy my own stakes. But in general, it's like you think I'm just being like hateful or crazy, but it's like I'm watching people that have literally told me, don't say that or we can't be friends or don't have the right opinion about that or you're basically cut off from this. And I'm seeing them hanging out with people at events like right over their shoulder. Like I know how the whole thing works. It's like if you play ball, you come in. But once you come in, you can't you you can't do analysis or journalism. You have to basically just kiss the ring and become a professional Taylor Swift worshiper. Take Kaylee McEnany for an example. I mean, this is the perfect example. Listen, Kaylee McEnany is pretty, right? She's she is one of the only stars from the Trump administration. Who's a star? Bill Barr or Christopher Ray? No, Kaylee McEnany was the star of Trump's administration, or at least top five. She's smart. She's conservative. And, you know, she's just not a yes man. So because she's not a yes man to Trump and she says things that challenge him, he's thrown her under the bus. Everybody sees this around. Like, it's not about being smart or good at your job. She's the only one. Like, she's literally the only person I could look at in this whole administration and be like, she was a standout at her job. Her job was to make Trump look good and, you know, parrot his talking points and have her little book. And she did it extremely intelligently. I mean, she looks, she makes Corrine Jean-Pierre look like a, a nothing, you know? She was good at her job. But she's excommunicated now because she doesn't kiss the ring. You challenge Trump in any way, you do your job in any way, you're dead to him. He's looking for worshipers. He's looking for Taylor Swift fans. So, you know, this is why everybody that works for him sucks because he doesn't like talented people. He likes grifters and liars and frauds and compromised people. And it's like, that's what you're going to get. So, you know, I think people have two, two routes to go. They're like either... I say what I really think and try to do the best of my ability. And then I lose all the sponsors, all the money, all like it really is that serious. Like I don't talk about my finances that much. I don't talk about like struggling or whatever, but because it's like, it is what it is. I'll, you know, I'm fine. But, uh, you know, I, like I, I get messages from people that run ads for like other, other people. And they're like, dude, everybody wishes they could say what you say. I was like, what do you mean? They're like, they don't want to lose their job. They have a family, they have kids. They don't, you know, if they said what you said, they're going to lose these three sponsors. I'm sure of it. And then they couldn't feed their family. Me, I'm like Bryson Gray in the sense of like, I fear God more than I fear being broke. I understand it's easier when you don't have a wife and a kids, et cetera. But I'm still not built that way. I, I would never cave my values for money. And that's the problem with this world is you got so many people that are more afraid of Trump supporters or they're more afraid of liberals or they're more afraid of the media or they're more afraid of, you know, whoever. Like the, the, their fear is of worldly things. Their fear is of being honest and being persecuted for it. You should fear, especially as a Christian, you should fear God more than you fear this stuff. Is it scary to lose your money? Absolutely. But it's more scary to be evil, you know, and I'm not saying everybody's perfect, but it's like, to me, it would be scarier 
to be a liar. Like it would be scarier to be caught somewhere like with a pronoun on my bio, like freaking out that they're going to fire me or at Mar-a-Lago eating a steak, knowing I can never say what I really think or I'm kicked out. Like that's scarier to me, but like everyone knows that and people think that it's not happening. It is happening. Trump is the cash cow. You know, I don't want to name names, but look at who talks at Turning Point. Look at who's on the podcast circuit. It's all like hush hush. We're all boys. You hang out with Vivek. I hang out with Vivek. We go on a beach. You go on a beach. Like it's like we go on, you know, we'll hang out here. You hang out here. If you give an interview, a real interview to any of these people, you're gone. So they all like Tim Pool. He's not a centrist. He's like the biggest bootlicker out there. It's just like, you know, and Candace is one person who challenged it a little bit and you could watch it. She said it publicly. I'm not doing spilling any secrets. If you watch the podcast I had with Candace, she gave an interview to Donald Trump where she asked some of the only good questions that anyone has asked her and Megyn Kelly gave Trump the only semi-decent interviews I've ever seen. Uh, and I wasn't even like super, super impressed with Megyn Kelly's and stuff, but it was it was better than everyone else's. But in general, it's like Candace said, why didn't you pardon Julian Assange, which is a great question. And then she also pushed back a very, very little bit about the vaccine, not even that much. And then she tried to make excuses for Trump because he said like it was the greatest medical achievement of mankind or something stupid like that. And she was trying to like bail him out because he looked like an idiot. And, uh, you know, he basically like got pissed at her, you know, like that's who Trump is. If you ask him a question, he hates you. You know, he didn't like Candace after that. He didn't, he doesn't like Kaylee McEnany. Like he wants people to lick his boots and that world is going to collapse eventually because it's like, if they lose this election, it's not going to be just because they stole it. It's going to be because people don't like him as much as his biggest fans like him. And he's not even trying to campaign. And when you try to like suggest certain things, he cuts you off. He wants someone there that doesn't question him. It's like, that's what's going on. And, and in the podcast circuit, it's like these people are easily lobbied. They're lobbied by money, power, social circles, and connections. And that's the game that's being played. And I could just see it happening in real time. It's like, okay, once those people do that, they just, they're just friends now, you know, like they're not gonna, but here's my only issue. Well, I have a lot of issues with it. Even if I'm friends with somebody, it's still okay to debate ideas. You know, like you listen to, I don't want to name names, but I could think of like six or seven of the top you know, Trump slob knobbing podcasters, and they all sound the same. They have the same ideas, the same talking points, the same things. They have the same conversations and it's all the same. I've been on a pilot before for a, a media. They didn't hire me clearly, but, uh, you know, I've been on a pilot where everyone said the same thing. It was about veterans. Same thing, same thing, same thing, same thing, same thing. Right. And I come in and I was like, they're all wrong. It's hard to say you're all wrong, but they were. And then I said something that made way more sense. And you know what all of them did? They all agreed with me. You get what I'm saying? Like these people can't debate me because I'm not wrong. They they just don't want me around because I make them look fake and stupid because they are fake and stupid. So it's like they all say the same stupid, slobby Fox News generic talking point with no critical thinking skills. I say something more intelligent and they all say, yeah, no, that's actually true. I didn't think of that. And it's like, I know you didn't think of that because none of you are thinking. You're not thinking. You don't think I could go on any one of these podcasts and break the echo chamber? You think they're going to be able to out-debate me? No, they're probably just going to say, 
you're right and then feel stupid about themselves and then everybody watching the podcast is going to know that they're not as honest as me and and it's going to make them look bad so they don't want me around it's like they can't out debate it's not like they look at what i'm saying like oh he's so wrong they're like no he's right like he's right and I can't afford to be right right now because being right's bad for business. So I'd rather just be half right and, you know, play my role. Like they're all just playing a role. Um, so I, it is what it is. It's just like, that's the game that's being played in right. They're, they're all milking the Trump economy and they don't want to think critically. They all just say the same things and they all believe the same things and they don't stand up to like a four minute scrutiny, scrutiny report. Like, when people were saying about the uh, the vaccine, they were like, um, you know, they'd be like, well, he's doing it for this reason and that reason. It's them making excuses for Trump because they like Trump and they don't want to believe that he thinks that way. Right. It's like the truth is Trump just doesn't agree with his base on that. He's not the same. Right. But people don't want to believe that. So they make up these like like war and they all say it in unison. They're like, if he didn't rush the vaccine then you know they would have done this and it, like it doesn't make any sense rushing the vaccine helps the pharmaceutical industry rushing the vaccine is, is shielded by an emergency clause so they have no liability uh, it, it's a liability shield rushing the vaccine made record profits for pfizer like rushing the vaccine in in every way shape and form was pro-government and pro-pharmaceutical it's not even funny but because all these maga trump supporting influencers say that he rushed it to save the world from lockdowns they all believe their own, they're, they're like eating their own shit and they think it tastes like chocolate. And I'm here to be like, no, that doesn't, it doesn't actually make any sense. And the only reason you're saying that is because you like him. If another politician did it, you'd never make up that hallucinating excuse because it doesn't even make sense. If it would have taken five years to come out, they would have never, uh, it, like it never would have even been a, a hit. Like people would have been over it. They wouldn't, they couldn't have kept people locked down for four years. And the vaccine itself did not free people. It didn't close. It didn't stop a lockdown. It's like none of it makes any sense. Like that's the right wing now. It's like a it's like a cosplay fantasy mentally ill movement where everyone just says the same wrong thing in unison. And it's the same as the left. It's like two cults just fighting with each other. So, you know, may the best cult win, I guess. But for some people, they they see through it. And it's like a very uh, weird experience. Uh, John said, I'm focusing on directing my people to make better decisions to help this world. It's a good idea. That sounds nice. Someone says they're playing a role in the super stupid script. But here's the thing is like, I don't think that all of them don't know this stuff, knowing it gets you in trouble, right? Like if you go say like with Candace, she, she pushed back against Trump a little bit and she got kind of in trouble for it. You know, she, she pushes back against Zionism a little bit and she gets in trouble for it. Everybody knows this, guys. If you go against Trump, you're in trouble. If you question Zionism, you're in trouble because Zionism is the main architect of the Republican Party. It's the number one thing that matters to them. It has nothing to do with you or the Constitution. That's just what they tell you. It's Zionism. That's, you know, all of this stuff. I'm just being honest. You might support it. You might have questions, but like it doesn't matter. That's what it is. Everyone knows this. They're not stupid. It's just like, Look, Candace had that Finkelstein guy on and, you know, her life got a lot harder in that world. But I don't think she particularly cares. You don't think all these other influencers know that? You don't think Tim Pool knows? Everybody knows it. They just, it's not worth it. It's not good for business. It's not good for, you know, a social circles. Like, you think that these people could run their business if they said these things? No, their business is like, 
you know, they'd have to downsize or they'd have to find a different way to make money because they wouldn't be able to get these sponsors and get booked at these places. And, you know, like it's all over at that point for these people. So I know that everybody that watches thinks that like everyone just doesn't really know. And they're all repeating these same things because, you know, they just think these things like part of it is that, but part of it's also like, it's like being a liberal at a liberal organization. You know, how many liberals know that transgender sports is insane? Probably a lot of them. But how many of them will say it? None. Why? Because it now their life gets harder. You know, they, they, they purposely remain ignorant because knowing too much means that now you have to say something, you know, and now if you say something, you know, you're in trouble and you look like you're right wing. Like I, I, I've talked to people where I'm like explaining the gender stuff and be like, you know, for the kids, it's kind of crazy and they're doing it in the schools and it's too much and the sports. And it's like, do I think they don't know what I'm talking about? How could you not know? It's, it's like basic biology and human nature but they pretend like they don't know. Like these are high IQ people that have doctorates and stuff. Uh, oh, hmm. You know, like, cause going, huh, hmm, means now I don't have to take an actual opinion about it. And I, I get to play the fence and not look crazy to my constituents. I, I understand it. I, you know, it's just like, it's extra cringy, I think, on the right because everybody's made a living. Like, I'm the truth. I'm, a, I'm not afraid to say things. And it's like, yes, you are. <laughs> you know, I, I'll tell the truth. No, you won't. You know, you know that. But I think they tell themselves, um, you know, I'm better than the left. So at least I'm doing that. And, and, and I'm fighting for certain things that I care about. But, you know, it's, it's Taylor Swift. Trump is the Taylor Swift of the right. And, and his fans are Swifties. They're crazier than Swifties. They, it's like a big big hangout. Um, someone said 15 days to scare people. It's a crazy time. The interesting part about this next, uh, Super Bowl is it's the same teams that played in 2020 and everyone's like Trump versus Biden, 2020, 2024, uh, Kansas city versus 49ers, 2020, 2024. I just hope they don't lock the country down in March. Cause that would suck. Someone said they're not voting Trump. They're voting for Fauci to come back. Everybody just pretends like Trump's learned his lesson because they want Trump to learn his lesson, right? He's learned his lesson. Why? Because I want him to. He's this person. Why? Because I want him to be. It's like a, it's a fantasy movement. So it's like, who's he going to hire? Doug Burgum? You know, who's he like? He's going to do a, a slightly better job than Biden possibly and maybe start a war with Iran. I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, I just, I don't know what people expect or if people care. It, I'm just trying to live in my own life and, and, and enjoy myself because I'm tired of trying to figure out what people are thinking because it just makes me dumber at a certain point. So it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's, why, why would he learn a lesson? Like, who's he going to hire for FDA and HHS? That'll determine everything. Like, is he going to hire the same people? He doesn't have to not, nobody cares. Like, I, it's very odd. Um, let me see. Someone said, now the world wants everyone's minds. It's not worth selling your soul to Satan. For sure. Mm. Someone said, if he does something good, he's draining the swamp. If he does something bad, he's playing 5D chess. Yeah, it's like a mental illness at this point. It, and that's preventing people from actually like fixing it. You know, people are like, what's the solution? It's like, just stop lying to yourself. It's really that easy. Like, stop lying. 
it's it's not that hard to do but people don't want to stop lying they they think lying to themselves and believing in party politics more is going to fix the problem which is psychotic because it hasn't worked in 30 years it's like you know when ron paul's like hey both both parties are working for the feds and people are like oh shut up ron paul what are you trying to say the republicans aren't going to beat the democrats it's like <laughs> it's so weird and like ron paul's just sitting there he's like no that's just literally what's happening i thought maybe you'd want to know they they hate you for just saying something that shatters the taylor swift cultism of, of party politics it's so bizarre and then they spiral at you and say what's the solution as if you didn't just tell them the solution so what are you saying I, what i i'm saying what i just said so how do we fix it by not lying to yourself but i want to lie to myself then lie to yourself i don't know like what the hell uh do i believe biden will be the candidate for the dems or someone else I'm not really sure. On one hand, it seems that way. On another hand, he's 81 years old. So if they purposely elevated Trump and they pull Biden out for someone else, dude, they're going to beat Trump by like 10 points. I mean, that's like, that's real chess. Elevate Trump above people who'd beat Biden. You know what I'm saying? Get him elected with all this like fake arrest stuff, get him in and then sub out Biden. I hope they don't because Biden's beatable. But if they sub out Biden, Trump is going to get smoked. How's he going to win a general? He, he's yelling at his only good employees for telling him to win a general. Kaylee McEnany's like, congratulations on New Hampshire. But, you know, for the main election, we got to start thinking this way if we want to win. And Trump's like, shut up. Shut up, Kaylee. You're ugly. You're ugly. You were never a star. You're a rhino. You're a rhino. I hired the rhinos. Nikki Haley, I hired her too. And it's like, why? How? Is that like... Can this guy talk about the economy, the borders wide open? Everybody's tired of liberals. Just don't be insane and give people an off ramp and they'll go with you. Just give people an off ramp. Bobby Lee is even tired of liberals. Bobby Lee's like a generic, you know, normie, like, you know, celebrity who's probably been liberal his whole life. He's like, I'm tired of it. Everyone's tired of it. They just need an off ramp. Like, yo, like a Joe Rogan or like a Ron DeSantis or somebody that was like an off-ramp or Elon. I'm not saying like who they are. I'm just saying like someone that has conservative values like Trump, but isn't Trump. Like that's all you needed to win the election. But MAGA sloppers want Trump. They want, it's like they're addicted to losing. They want to elect Trump. They want him to yell at, at Kaylee McEnany. They want him to like spiral on true social every day about things that don't matter. They want him to hire Nikki Haley, then cry about it, then hire John Bolton, then cry about it, then hire Christopher Ray and cry about it and take no accountability and sell vaccines and, you know, trip over his own feed and say the election was stolen and set people up at a Fed trap and then raise money off the Fed trap. Like, I don't know. It's like MAGA has like Stockholm syndrome with Trump. They like they they bought into the Taylor Swift like, uh, you know, like fandom of him. And it's like they want him to get revenge. And it's like. Hopefully, I, I mean, if he loses, like people got to stop crying about the election. Like Trump is not a, is not a candidate that people want to vote for. And I think they're going to find out. I mean, if he can just shut up about Kaylee McEnany and literally just every day be like, hey, the left has gone insane. We are more normal. But here's the problem. The left is crazy. Everybody knows the left is crazy. I've talked about it since 2016. The left is nuts. Everyone knows it. it like 90% of the country, they they might not like me or Biden, or, I mean, or, or, or Trump or anyone, but they know the left is insane. Like everyone knows it. So literally all you have to do 
is act not insane. And you're going to get these voters who are like, yo, the left is, is crazy. But when like I, I voted for Trump, I made a Trump song. I, I, I liked him a lot. Trump supporters are crazy. Like, you know, not all of them, obviously, but like Trump worshipers are insane. They're like posting pictures of him with pharma bros, like fantasizing like it's Batman and posting like AI images like in their head. Like they're like, oh, pow, pow, Trump's a sheriff. It's like, you're nuts. You're crazier than a Taylor Swift fan. Like you're just as crazy as a left winger. So it's like picking the crazy guy who has the crazy supporters to show that you're not as crazy as the left. The election's going to be a coin flip. All you had to do is not do that and you could have won. Like it's it's weird. You know, and people don't realize how weird it is because if you go to turning point, it's like a stick your head up Trump's behind and and raise money off the guy and everyone acts like sycophants and like 90% of the country is looking at like Trump and his worshipers and they're like these people are crazy and then they look over at Biden and they're like he's also crazy and then they're looking at liberals and they're like they're crazy and then you're like oh well Trump is like more normal. And then he's like shitting on his only good hiree because she said the truth that he didn't want to hear. And he's saying Florida would be fine under a Democrat. Like, it's like, dude, he's like an agent of chaos. You know, like all he has to do is talk about the border, talk about the economy and talk about how crazy the left has gone. And he could pick up like most independents. Like everyone knows how bad the left is. Everyone knows that Biden's old. It's just you picked the one guy that could lose to Biden. And I'm telling you, they purposely elevated Trump because they know that he's the one guy who could lose to Biden. And they're admitting publicly that they wanted Trump to win the election. Trump wasn't going to win without the Alvin Bragg arrest. It was going to be a close election. The Alvin Bragg arrest sealed the deal. I watched the polls overnight go 50% swing for Trump away from DeSantis because people wanted a, 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 a villain arc or whatever, a hero arc. It's like, dude, the Democrats are really smart. That's why a lot of these business people, I mean, a lot of them are evil, but they, they, they're pattern recognizers. They're, they're highly analytical people. They have companies that run off artificial intelligence. Most of them understand one, just play both sides. Like you see the banker saying Trump and Biden, like they know that they're going to get in either way. So they don't care. But also, you know, I think a lot of people think that over time, uh, Democrats are just going to win based on demographic shifts. So they're like, yeah, they're lying about everything, but it's clear that like this, this movement's going to die out in like 10 years. And this movement's going to win elections by 60%. It's why Texas is going blue. It's why every country, it's why every city is, is blue. Like, why were cities red before and now they're blue? What are the demographics of the cities? When the demographics change, the the, the politics change. You know, look at uh, Little Somalia and, uh, you know, Dearborn, Michigan. It's like, or wherever it is. It's like, it, you know, it's like a, it's like an Islamic city now because it, Islamic people live there. That's, and in many ways, I think that's better than a liberal city because like Islam at least fears God and isn't like doing weird stuff to kids and uh, liberals do do that. So it's like, I don't even care that it's Islamic. I'm just saying, it's just like, that's how the world works. Like you, you know, people, it, it'll shift with the people. Um, so I think Democrats are playing like demographic chess and Republicans are like Taylor Swift lunatics around Donald Trump. It's, it's so weird. I'm like, why are you doing this? This is like an easy election. Like it's like the last election that you could probably ever win. And you're running around a controlled opposition vaccine salesman fantasizing about like pharmaceutical hedge fund guys and like billionaire, like, you know, Gates backed guys. It, it like, this is not the movement I joined in 2017. Everyone can act like I changed. Like we weren't doing this in 2017. We weren't doing this in 2018. 
we weren't doing this in 2019. Trump wasn't selling vaccines and we weren't slobbering over like hedge fund pharma bros. Like that wasn't happening. Like this movement has been totally co-opted, has been totally like sheep herded and no one even realizes. They think that Vivek is like Robin and Trump is Batman. They're literally like grown men that are like as insane as they're crazier than Taylor Swift fans over hedge fund pharma bros who cried on January 6th. It's like January 6th was this, but he cried, but he didn't mean to cry because he, he learned his lesson and he wasn't really here for the last six years when we needed him. But now he's here and he says all the things I want to hear. And, you know, talking about things matters more than the guy who actually did him in Florida. And I mean, that makes sense because he's not loyal. And Kaylee McEnany's my favorite, but now she's a rhino because she told the truth to Trump. It's like, you guys are crazy. You know, it's like, you know, this, 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 this little MAGA slot party is going to end eventually, whether he wins or loses. Like, I just hope it's not a rude awakening because I have to live in this country too. I want the border closed. And, uh, you know, I think Trump handles foreign policy better, but I also think Trump is compromised. And I think that he'll probably start a war in Iran because, you know, just like everyone, Trump is, uh, you know, controlled by something that you're not allowed to say. And they figured out the only person in Congress who's not controlled that way. And they're trying to kick him out. Like the whole MAGA movement at this point is controlled opposition. But if people want, um, you know, a fantasy cosplay hangout, then you got one, you know, like it's like people dress up as, as like Harley Quinn and you're pretending to be patriots running around pharmaceutical people and thinking that it's going to save the world. Like you're losing your mind and no one's telling you that, but you can do it. I, you know, but one day you'll wake up and realize it and be like, damn, that anomaly guy was kind of right. I, I didn't see it because no one told me that. And it's like, you know, I'm playing the long game here. Someone said AOC and Omar are going to import 100 million Africans when Dem uh, Democrats have the numbers to never lose again. That could happen. I mean, 100 million is a lot, but they're already kind of doing that to a lesser extent. You know, like people aren't just coming from uh, like Mexico and stuff. They're coming from all over the place and they're giving them stuff. Here's a funny thing, too, that I saw that I was like, yo, socialism does actually get votes because, you know. All these rappers now, I saw like Snoop Dogg's cool with Trump now. I think it was Rick Ross was talking good about Trump. All these rappers. And the one thing that they're all saying, not Snoop Dogg, but I saw like three different uh, rap mainstream rappers say this about Trump and rapping about it also. I've, I've actually heard it four times. They loved the stimulus checks. That's why they like Trump now. Not saying everybody, but I've heard it four different times from mainstream rappers. They said, Trump, Trump's the man. Because he gave us stimulus. We were eaten in 2020. So socialism really does work to get votes. Like that was the reason that the economy is so bad. The reason that inflation hit is because Trump and Biden and the Federal Reserve and both parties printed too much money. So like those stimulus checks are the reason that the economy is failing right now and everybody's broke. But in the heads of rappers, that was dope because Trump gave us all free money. Like they like free money, I guess, even though they're rich or their friends wanted it. I don't know. But like, it's so funny that that's probably the one thing that Trump did that destroyed the economy. And that's what black America likes in the rap world. Not everybody. I'm not trying to stereotype. I'm just saying like, I've heard it. Like that's like, they're like, Trump's the man. Stimulus had us eaten. Stimulus, stimulus, stimulus. It's like, so that's why, that's why Democrats do socialism. Cause they're just buying their votes. Like here, you want to come from Haiti? 
here's money, here's a house, vote for us. Oh, you want to come from Mexico? Oh, those big bad Republicans want to close the border, but we'll let you work for us here. You know, and they're just buying votes. They're buying. <laughs> so Trump actually got votes from the stimulus check, which is hilarious because it's probably my least favorite thing that he did, but that's the most favorite thing among a lot of mainstream rappers. It's like, that's why the Democrats do that. They they know that they know that they're stealing your money. They know the deficits in different racial groups and they know who it's helping and who it's hurting. They don't care. They're they're literally like you can't say they're replacing you, but it's literally like we'll lose those people, we'll steal their money and we'll give it to these people and, and they'll vote for us. And over time they're having more kids and and, and we're just importing more people. It's like literally what they're doing and they're admitting they're doing it constantly, but you, you, they don't want you to say that they're doing it, but everyone knows now that they are doing it. And four years ago, it was really hard to say. Now everyone says it. Tucker Carlson says it. Vivek says it. Everyone, it's a mainstream talking point. So what what is extreme and crazy is literally mainstream four years later. Like anybody that's ahead of the curve looks insane. And then Vivek and, every, and Tucker Carlson say it like later, you know? It's like, and I'm not mad that they're saying it. I'm like, I, I get why people like them. You know, I'm not, it's just, it's, it's just wild. It's like an interesting dynamic. I'm like, okay, so stimulus checks make people like Trump, not anything else he did. Interesting. Someone said you're totally grasping. It's funny. Someone said I'm totally grasping and someone else said the last four minutes, you just, you, you put it all in a nutshell. That's perception and perspective. One person says that last four minutes, you put everything in a nutshell, summed it up perfectly. One person says, you're grasping. Which one is it? Did I did I put it all in a nutshell or am I grasping at straws? <laughs> it's up to you, my friends. This is a R.L. Stein, choose your own adventure, goosebumps. Um, someone said, you ain't black, Joe Biden. Come on, man. You ain't black. If you ain't vote for me, I put my helmet on backwards and they fact check you for being right. And I was at the pool with the roaches and I was letting the kids rub on the hairs. And, you know, there's normal Jack stuff like that. Jack, you ain't black. If you ain't vote for Jack Black, Jack Black votes for me. I hope I like Jack Black. School of Rock, huh? You ain't black, Jack. Excuse me, Joe Biden. What was that? That's not a good impression, but it's kind of funny. I saw like the helmet thing. He was like, I'm a worker just like you. And it's like, all right. Okay, dude. He's like, come on, Jack. He's like, I, he's like, we're just out here doing construction. It's like, bro, we get it. Like politicians are so funny. Like, I, I don't think I could ever do that. Like I've done hard labor before and it's not easy. I would just feel like such a scumbag, like going to like a hard labor place and just like putting on a construction hat and be like, <laughs> and then just leaving and be like, all right, yo, Go get that forklift. I'm out. Like, I don't think that's why I can never be a politician. I'd be like, no, I, I'm not working. You're working. Like, I appreciate you guys for doing it. I've done some like stuff in the past. I've done farming. I've done, you know, overnight grocery stocking. I've, I've done a lot of like tough jobs and I don't want to go back to be honest. And it, like, I, I would just feel like weird taking credit for like what hardworking men were doing. I'm like, Hey, we're all kind of the same here. I got a hat on, you got a hat on, you know, we're both doing construction and, and they're like, no, you're going to be here for 20 minutes for a photo op. And then I'm going to do all the work that you're pretending to do. It's like, yeah, that's the point. It's politics. You're just trying to make people think you're just like them. That's what they, that's like, everyone does that. Trump does that. Vivek does that. Like it, I get it. It's just kind of like funny if you think about it, you know, 
they're like, yeah, I'm just like you for 20 minutes and a photograph. And then I'm not just like you. I'm going to go back on my jet and eat a steak. But, I, you know, it's like, <laughs> can we get a steak? You're like, no, you're getting pizza. The cheapest thing you could possibly buy someone that you buy for a group of like, you know, 30 kids when you're trying to only spend $30 on $100 worth of food. Like you get pizza and in exchange, I'll wear a, a construction hat for 20 minutes. Then I'm going to go back on my private helicopter or jet and eat steaks but you're gonna eat the cheapest pizza i can find and then my supporters online are gonna like go nuts over it acting like i did some sort of grave service when it was obviously just a photo op it's like that's politics it's pretty funny someone said biden is so cringy you can feel him sniffing on you <laughs> i could feel him sniffing on me when i sleep I'm voting for Trump because when I go to bed, I even though Biden's in Washington, D.C. or in some random Pennsylvania construction house that he doesn't work in, I could just every day he's in office, you could just feel him breathing, sniffing down your neck, sniffing down your neck with the price of eggs going up, sniffing. Sniff. That would be a good ad. You know, here's an ad for the Trump campaign. Here's an idea. Every day you go to sleep. It doesn't matter if you're in Georgia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Iowa, or any of the swing states that we obviously want to win more than other states. I know you can feel Joe Biden breathing down your neck, sniffing your bank account, eggs up, gas up, groceries up, toilet paper up, Diapers for your kids up. Everything's going up. And Biden's just sniffing, sniffing. When you go to bed in that swing state that I desperately need to win or else Biden's going to be president again, you could just feel him breathing down the back of your neck, sniffing, sniffing, sniffing. Vote for Trump. We'll give him the napkin he's needed to stop breathing down everyone's neck all the time. It's like, this uh, this ad was paid for by the Trump administration. <laughs> you watch that, you're like, what the? F <laughs> you're like, what was that ad? You know, like, I guarantee, like, it would inspire people not even to vote. They'd be like, I, I don't even want to watch TV anymore. I'm uh, I'm not, I'm not voting for either of these guys. I'm, I'm just really confused <laughs> what that was. <laughs> just got like a superimposed Biden, just like sniffing, like a. Pennsylvania like family sleeping you know they got like a construction hat in bed and he's just like it's like you know the opacity is down to like 50% so it's just like Biden sniffing the room like there's something there you know actually that scratch that idea let's let's pretend like it never happened um someone said left versus right is like double dong with two heads <laughs> uh what do I think about Carrie Lake I mean, she's a good, um, like, Trump. She's a good, like, Trump impersonator for sure, you know? She's, like, Trump's little sidekick or whatever. She's good to, like, make money in MAGA, definitely. You know, she's, like, got a good, uh, like, character to her. Um, me, personally, I don't listen to a word she says, but I think she's, like, you know, Trump. she's a good Trump fan. She's, like, the biggest Trump fan, and she gets to make a living off just being, you know, Trump's... Uh, personal fangirl or whatever so i don't know 
I've seen some in- good content from her, but I just it's not I'm not the demographic for that. What do I think about Wu's news? I don't know. People keep asking me about that, but I don't I don't know what it is. Am, is that am I supposed to know? She raised her stock price significantly. Yeah. Oh, her she's crushing her brand. Like if I was her agent or something, I'd be like crushing, you know? She went from like psh to psh, like she'll get she'll get a lot of uh money, you know, and speaking gigs and stuff. I I do see the similarities between her and like Stacey Abrams, you know. I think she's like the right wing Stacey Abrams. She's like made a living off of like losing elections. Um and just saying like what Trump says basically. There's a there's a niche market for that. It's just I don't I don't know. I think a lot of it is more like self-serving than it is like helpful to any of the movement or anything, but it's funny because it's like once you realize what people want like i don't know politics is just funny to me like i'll see a video go viral and it's carrie lake just like milking a cow and she's like you know there's only two genders and it's like that's like all you have to do to impress right wingers like i'm not it's funny but it's just like do you think she milks cows all the time you think carrie lake the radio host from arizona is like i'm not saying she's never milked a cow um I've milked a cow before, but like if you see me milking a cow saying there's only two genders, it's not like are organic. I've milked cows. I've literally lived on a farm before. I don't like milking cows. It's not something I did all the time or anything, but like I've done it. Um, if you see me milking cows and being like, there's only two genders, you liberal journalists, like that's all staged. You know, like you don't you don't say there's only two genders while milking a cow with liberal journalists watching you milk a cow. Why are there liberal journalists there when Carrie Lake's milking a cow? Like this stuff is all set up and pe- that's all you need to do to like impress Republicans. She's like, oh, based, based. And it's like, you know, Vivek tweeted on Iowa. He's like, there's only two genders. Vote for me. You know, and it's like <laughs> it's like these people are like mocking us. It's like there's only two genders. It's like, yeah. And vote for me okay like you know it's like i could you know part of me wants to run as a democrat and just pull off this andy kaufman moment i just thought of it the other day like imagine if some i'm i think i'm too well known now to like actually pull this off but like say you weren't well known and you were a republican you run as a democrat you learn all their talking points you act like them you win an election you get in office and as soon as you're there you get up and 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 your first statement is listen I'm actually a conservative. I completely disagree with liberal and progressive values. I'm a Christian conservative patriot. And uh, I'm either going to govern that way, I tricked you, or I'm just going to leave office. And this has been an Andy Kaufman moment. You could replace me with a Democrat. I just wanted to show you guys how easy it would be to trick you. Like, I I wish I could do that, but I think I'm a little too well known to pull it off. I just think it would be funny because like, I could run as a Democrat. It's just like, abortion rights are human rights you know like it's that easy like you just be like abortion rights are human rights the the left the right is racist you know trump is a fascist and you know ron you know ron DeSantis is a dictator and they all work for putin it's not hard to to like trick both sides because both sides are so easy to trick you know it's like they're not it's like you just milk a cow and say there's only two genders and you're like the most you could literally be a hedge fund guy turned pharmaceutical CEO that cried on January 6th. And you can literally be the second most popular person in the Republican party. Like it's too easy. So I don't know. I would love to do that as like a Democrat and then be like, anyway, 
toodaloo. And then I just disappear and people are like, what the hell was that? It's like a real, like, you know, moment within a moment. But yeah, like I, I, I'm not saying that like everyone's lying. It's just like Carrie Lake is, uh, you know, I just think she's like doing a great job for her brand. As far as what she's doing for the party, like, I don't think she's doing anything. I think she's doing a lot for Trump, but you know, I don't, I don't see it. Anam, did I see Tim Stool's new music video trying to be like the weekend? The cringe hurts so bad. Nah, you know, I haven't, but uh, I've seen one of his music videos. I, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. So listen, I'm not going to hate. He's out here doing music. That's good. You know, everybody having fun. I'm not going to just hate on his on his songs and stuff. I'm not super petty, but, you know, let him let him play his guitar, skate his little skateboard like, you know, let, let the guy have some fun out here. I just <laughs> but I'll, I'll I'll try to check it out. To be honest, I did a whole review on the Tom McDonald song. I didn't even listen to it. People were like, oh, why are you? I'm like, I'm just I'm talking about the marketing of it because I don't want to seem like a hater since I also rap. I'm not like a a rap analyst or anything, but. Yeah, I thought the marketing was good, but yeah, I'm not putting it on my playlist. I don't want to hear Ben Shapiro rap with Tom McDonald. Like, it's it's just not going to be fun for me, so I just don't listen. It's like, there's only two genders, yeah. There's only two genders, yeah. Facts don't care about your feelings, yeah. Give me money, boomers. <laughs> oh, it, I mean, it's just funny. Like, you could make the most the, the greatest song of our of time, and people are like, eh, whatever. And then you're just like, let's go, Brandon. Boycott Target you know, there's only two genders and then it like blows up and you know, I'm not I, like, it is what it is. I'm not hating on it. It's just like in order to get something moving in this moment, there's gotta be a gimmick to it. There's gotta be like an angle. There's gotta be something that people can share. Uh, I'm more interested in studying it than hating on it. Cause then you could always learn. And also, you know, I don't think doing a gimmick is bad if you have good intentions and you do it like ethically, there's nothing wrong with that. So, um, he said he was vaxxed in the rap. Ew, who did? Who said he's vaxxed? Here, I'll look at the lyrics now. Tom or Ben? Did Ben, ben Shapiro's like, I'm vaccinated. Yeah, start a war for Israel. Yeah, then I'll call you anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah, facts don't care about you. You're like, yo, this song is crazy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Did he really say he was vaccinated in the song? Please, please tell me it's not true. I mean, it, I'm going to just read the lyrics now. Let me see. There's only two genders. I'm white. Um, let me see. Where's the... Are you guys lying to me? Let me see. I'm just going to search vaccine. No, nah, I don't think he, he, he rapped about being vaccinated, did he? You guys tricking me? Let me see. Yeah, I don't see it. Don't lie to me, guys. There's only two genders. Eh, I'm not vaccinated, or am I, or are you? I don't know. It's like, all right, nah, okay. It's whatever. See, this is why you can't believe your comment section. They try to set you up sometime. I'm sure I heard that in his rap. Maybe, maybe a different rap song or something. I know Eminem was rapping about masks. He was like, yeah, it's Eminem. Yeah, put a mask on. Stop coughing on me. Yeah. And I was like, dude, really? Eminem literally rapped about like coughing with like Kid Cudi. I was like, ew. Let me look. I'm gonna look up like the exact Eminem lyric. I was like, this is so lame. 
He's like, don't be coughing on me at the grocery store. The grocery store, I get groceries more. I'm Eminem, I do groceries for. I'm totally not compromised. Yeah. For sure, bro. That's that's a cool, that's a cool one. Let me see. Where's the Eminem lyrics? He's like, here it is. He said, they're coughing on me. Hold on, here it is. Bunch of half-wits up in office talking about, you know, Trump. Half of us walking around like a zombie apocalypse. Other half are just pissed off and don't want to wear a mask, and they're just scoffing. And that's how you end up catching that shit off them. I just use the same basket you shopping. Now I'm in an effing casket from you coughing. Oh, yeah. Like, he dropped that song during COVID. He's like, oh, you scoffing, off and coughing at a grocery store on my basket. Oh, no, I'm a hat. You a halfway. You voted for Trump. You an asshat. All right, bro. Whatever you say. Like, dude, that's like the lamest lyric ever. Like, he's talking about all this crazy stuff in his music. And then he's like, I draw the line at you not wearing a mask at a Kroger. It's like, cool, dude. Wow, rap is so base. Oh, and then I'm just hating, right? People are like, oh, you're just jealous of Eminem, jealous of Tim Pool. No, Eminem was a inspiration of mine. It's just like, that's a whack lyric in my opinion, but it's, uh, you know, like, I'm in a coffin from you coughing. I do it often. I'm on the, you know, I got the ravioli sauce and I mom spaghetti often. Now it's on my dress and I'm blossom. I blossom into a flower. I get a Pfizer shot in an hour. Wow. Now I have more powers. Wow. I turned into a flower. Kid Cudi's going to put me on his dress and all the kids are going to wear it. Oh, the conservatives don't want to wear the kids wearing a dress. You so obsessed. Oh, you a mess. You vote for Trump. You a stump. I'm going to take a stump with my ax and now you rump. Rump Rouser, Ronda Rousey, I'm getting rowdy. I got my Pfizer shot in an hour. Wow, I get a Moderna. Oh, yeah, this ain't sponsored by pharmaceuticals. I just thought of this in my head. I'm awesome. I'm awesome off the sauce and my spaghetti. Yeah, whatever, dude. We get it. You got vaccinated. Good for you. Um, <laughs> like, am I supposed to think that's cool? Like, yeah, that's just dope, dude, yeah, for sure. Someone said, Anomaly, you owe me a shout out. I, I, I also in 2022 told everybody that the Rams, uh, the Rams being blue, just like Ukraine, it was you, James. I, you know, everything I know, I heard somewhere. You know, like I don't like it's impossible for me unless I just like was the first one who thought of something. I mean, that happens sometimes. Like I connect certain dots that like maybe other people don't. But at that point, it's just like whatever. I don't know. Like, if I see something there, like, look at the Rams colors. It's like Ukraine colors. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then someone's like, did you take that for me? It's like, I don't know. Were you the first one who did it? Did you write the North Dakota article about Doug Burnham? Are you the first one to ever post it? Did you not want me to share it? I don't understand. Like, if I share say I took a screenshot and I shared that screenshot on Facebook. Do you want me to credit you and say this guy tagged me in it on Twitter? Like, you know, do, do people do that with my memes and stuff? Do, do you say anomaly said this about Bill Gates? It's like, do what you got to do. You know, like if you take like my music or something and say it's yours, then yeah, that's not right. Or if you like literally just like steal my identity. But if you share a screenshot that I also screenshotted, I, I wouldn't like harass you over it. But I eat spaghetti often. My knees are wetty. Knees... It's like I'm, I'm getting sweaty after my Pfizer. My spaghetti. Is it the spaghetti or is it the, the shot? I don't really know because my flow is hot. Is it my spaghetti? Is that why I'm sweating? Or is it because I got three shots in a second? I can't tell, but I'm sweating, sweating, I'm sweating. My spaghetti, I'm a sweater. I got it ready. 
you're like, all right, dude, you know, is it, what, what do you, are you sweating from a, is that a side effect or is that, is that the spaghetti? I'm not sure. It's like, didn't they make people sit there for 15 minutes afterwards? They're like, you got to sit, sit, sit there just in case, just in case what, just in case a side effect happens that we have no liability for. That's all, you know, how come you don't have liability because of the prep act? What's the prep act? It was signed under George Bush. What does it do? Gives immunity from a uh, big pharma for side effects, injuries, and deaths. Interesting. How come it's in effect right now? Well, because they declared an emergency. Who had the power to declare the emergency? Oh, the HHS director. Who's the HHS director? Oh, Alex Azar, an Eli Lilly executive, a pharmaceutical lobbyist executive. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, but don't talk about it, guys, because if Trump's in office, nothing matters. He had a secret plan to arrest Chrissy Teigen at the Vatican. Oh, anomaly, you don't understand. You haven't read every QAnon post backwards, forwards, forwards, backwards. I mean, of course, credible conspiracy theorists for the last hundred years have been telling us martial law will be bad and they're passing executive orders to declare emergencies to use against us. So as soon as they declare an emergency to use it against us, we're going to pretend like it's a good thing and all our enemies are secretly getting arrested in our mind. And then we're going to go to the Capitol and then we're going to get arrested and then we're going to rot in prison and Trump's going to pardon foreign spies and leave us there and we're still gonna like them cool cool story um someone said swift is an american brainwashing campaign i think so i definitely you know she's like shaking it off shaking it off uh -huh, uh -huh. i had foreign boyfriends and i'm single again oh my gosh i just had my seventh boyfriend and now we're i'm single and I'm writing songs about him. It's all his fault. It's totally not me. I'm not the red flag. I mean, of course, I have five albums complaining about men, and I'm still single, and it's like my 15th guy, but it's not me. That's why I'm singing about it. You know what? It's like whenever somebody posts online or like Instagram, and they're posting about their exes and stuff, I'm just like, they're the problem. You know, I've dated people for years. I've broken up. It's It's been their fault. It's been my fault. I don't talk about it all the time because it's like you learn a lesson, you move on, and then you try to find someone that you actually do like and make it work. If you're complaining about past things all the time, you are the problem. Like it doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl. It's like how many times you can post about something in the past. Do you know that that didn't work out? Like move on, get get something that does work. And if it doesn't work, you might be the reason it doesn't, you know, that doesn't work. But it's like it's making a bunch of women think that like being like single and like drinking wine and hating their ex-boyfriend is like awesome you know and it's like it's not i mean okay and the travis kelsey thing i just don't i don't think it's organic but whatever i like to talk about taylor swift because i want just millions of crazy fans to just harass me all week no i'm just kidding I, I don't know they don't really listen to me i don't think that but taylor swift is so popular there's at least like 150 people watching right now that like there's 100 people being like that's funny, but also he's wrong. Taylor Swift is the shit. And then you got like a hundred people like, I hate him now. And then you got like, you know, people on the fence like, you know, she does have some bangers though. Like I do want to sing about Romeo and Juliet when I'm drunk. You put that song on it like a bar and, you know, everyone's like, Romeo, take me somewhere they can be alone. I'm on my cell phone. My boyfriend got a Pfizer shot and flu shot. Two in one, baby, you can get yours next. See, I just gave him a free ad. You could just, you know, give her the money next. She could change her song into a Pfizer ad. Just free, free content for them. 
Romeo, take me to a local CVS. I'll get a pharma shot. You get it in your head. I hope the side effect doesn't hit so you're dead, baby. Please just get two in one next. You know, side effects include diarrhea, uh-huh, the mouth, foaming of the mouth. Your liver could fall out of your body. I mean, your foot could fall off. Your arms could fall off. And there's no liability. What was that? Nothing. Nothing. We said safe and effective. I don't know what you heard. Um, no, that's a good. Yeah, it's on. the. I think that's on the bonus album. It's like she re re-recorded the songs or something. I think she was like mad at George Soros at one point. She was like, George Soros, why did you steal my music? And I was like, listen, I'm not trying to defend him, but uh, you sold your music. You know, she lied about that, too. She think, thank God my music. Oh, my gosh, I'm a victim. You sold it. That's why you're so rich. What are you talking about? Like, you can't like no one can just take my music. You get what I'm saying? I own 100 percent of my royalties. I never sold them. I never gave them to a label. I never signed a deal. You can't. No one can just steal it. It's illegal. George Soros or whoever she's blaming, Scooter Braun, they didn't steal Taylor Swift's stuff. Oh, he stole my stuff. No, they didn't. I don't care for either. Of them. Like, I'm not, I don't know that much about Scooter Braun or, you know, obviously I know more about George Soros because he's involved in a lot of politics and funding, but like he didn't just steal Taylor Swift's music. She sold them. She signed a deal and then she cried about selling her music for money and then re-recorded it and made more money. I mean, it's smart. She found a loophole, but She's like convincing people that they just took her music. Like, no, you sold it, you know, but whatever. That's, that's a different. Remember the ritual with Kanye Beyonce could have been a ritual. could have just been Kanye wasted though. You know, you never know. You've never heard of her music. Lucky you. I would love to meet somebody that like, didn't know who Trump and Taylor Swift was. Could you imagine like you just meet someone on a beach and you're like, like he's just wearing like a fisherman's hat. And you're like, yo, what do you think about the Taylor Swift? He's like, who's a Taylor? What was her name? Taylor, Taylor Swift. Oh, I never heard of her. You've never heard of her? No. What about like Donald Trump? Like Donald Trump. No, I don't know. You know, you're like, dude, I want to be friends with this guy. He literally, that would be a, a peaceful existence. You just didn't know any of these people. Someone said, I have a Trump centerfold over my bed with Trump holding a syringe. Why would I be mad? <laughs> Dude, I should do that at a Trump event. I should, I should, uh, I should like film myself and make like Trump hold. I'll give you, hold on. Who said this? We got to, is, is it take America back? I can't read your whole thing. Cause it, it says take America B. So I'm guessing it's back, but that's all I could see. So take America, whatever it says, uh, on YouTube, I got to give full credit or else people now they spiral, but, um, I should do a video where I go to a Trump event and I and I put like the father of the vaccine and it's like him hugging a vaccine and just like hand them out to people and be like, woo, MAGA baby, you know? And then like people would get mad or I don't know. That'd be a funny, that'd be a funny like uh, human experiment, but we'll see. Or I'd be like, what if I did this? I, I went to a Trump event and been like, yo, Joe Biden took a million dollars from Pfizer he gave Joe, Joe Biden tried to give Bill Gates a White House position. Joe Biden gave $18 billion to the pharmaceutical industry. You know, Joe Biden hired a pharmaceutical executive to run HHS and, and a guy who ran off after the FDA to, to Pfizer. Like, what do you think about Biden doing that? And then the people would be like, that's corrupt. I was like, that's even like outside of the mandate. That's corruption, right? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. He, you know, would you say Joe Biden sold out to big pharma? Absolutely. Actually. 
that was Donald Trump. And then I show them the facts and they go, oh, oh, oh no, 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 no. That's not selling out. That's not selling out. He made a mistake. He listened to his advisors. Wait, no, it's something else. I mean, it, he did all that to save us. I mean, he worked with Big Pharma to fight Big Pharma. He's putting Fauci on a stage to expire. <laughs> they would like spiral in live feed. They're like, did I just admit that my guy was in on it? No, no, no. It's there would be like the liberal. No. Or they'd be like, he's a communist. Get him out of here. He's a Democrat. He's a Democrat. And you're like, whatever. And that anomaly needs to do a collaboration with amazing Lucas. Both went from MAGA to Antifa. I'm not Antifa. I'm guessing that uh, he's not Antifa. Here's the thing, like Eraser. I appreciate you being here for multiple reasons. Okay. You said... An hour and a half ago, I was jealous of somebody I'm clearly not jealous of. You've stuck around, so you like claim to not like what I'm saying, but you've been here for at least over an hour. You, you're openly lying. You know that me and Amazing Lucas are not. Like you know for a fact that we're not Antifa, and it doesn't even make any sense based off what we say. Yet you're saying it, so it's like you like my stream. You've been here for an hour complaining. You've openly lied, and everybody knows you're lying. You know you're lying. You don't have to like me or that other guy, but like you, you know you're lying. I know you're lying. You know that I know that you're lying. Everyone now knows that you're lying. Like, do you feel like you're a truther and you're telling the truth whenever? Like, you, you don't have to like what I'm saying, but it's like, oh, you're Antifa now. I hate this stream, but I watch it. And by the way, I'm gonna end this stream now. It's not because this guy made me mad. If you notice the time frame, I try to keep it under uh, certain uh, hours. I want to keep this under two hours. So I appreciate you guys. God bless you. Thanks for being here. I'll be back tomorrow. And uh, I'm going to try to do some short content soon because this is pretty long. Thank you. Let me know what you think in the comments and have a beautiful day. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com. We